Hello, everybody. Today is Father's Day. Uh, the last week has been incredibly busy with all of my projectionists uh, at one point or another being on vacation. Frank and I trying to um, move in a different direction. Um, not with the show, but private life. Frank came up with a brilliant idea that we will be sharing with you guys later on. And I don't use that word lightly, brilliant. It's one of those, uh, why didn't we think of this five years ago kind of things. And, um, so we're writing up a business plan and all kinds of grown up shit. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to randomly pick an old episode, um, either 204 or 104. And, um, I'll throw that at you. And it's, something it's it's not the best option i was kind of hoping to do a um review of edge of tomorrow and how to train your dragon 2 um for this week but all i can say is that i i, I recommend edge of tomorrow it's um it's <laughs> it's actually the the best interpretation of an old school 80s side scrolling video game um I didn't read the original source material, but um, going through the battlefield, learning what the enemies are going to do, um, it's kind of like it's kind of like watching Tom Cruise as Mario if you were inside Donkey Kong um, in the uh, documentary uh, King of Kong. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but it does to me. So, uh, Reverend Scott and I both agree that How to Train Your Dragon Two is exactly how you do a sequel. Um, it's, it's kind of emotional. It's kind of dark. It's exactly what it needed to be. It expanded on things without making them ridiculous. And, um, I almost, I almost went to go see it again today. Um, two days after, after I saw it. So next week, um, we have a very short episode for you guys. And then the week after we will be back with the new show so we'll see you then hope you enjoy this old episode that's probably crap bye are you serious <laughs> listen to this yeah if you're a fucking loser i'm tired of being thankful for scraps still they want us to love them anyway one day somebody's gonna have to make a stand one day Somebody's going to have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. I don't care what the unemployment rate's going to be. It doesn't matter to me. My campaign doesn't hinge on unemployment rates and growth rates. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know. It's your shitty kid. You fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Two guys are in love, but they can't get married because you don't want to talk to your ugly child for fucking five minutes? Are you serious? It's so fucking stupid, isn't it? The god of the Old Testament is arguably the most unpleasant character in all fiction. Jealous and proud of it. A petty, unjust, unforgiving control freak. A vindictive, bloodthirsty ethnic cleanser. A misogynistic, homophobic, racist, infanticidal, genocidal, filicidal, pestilential, megalomaniacal, sadomasochistic capriciously malevolent bully. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just to live a lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. Here we go.
So All that right. I said to the stripper. I know. That was terrible. Uh, uh, episode 200. Yeah. 200. Ain't no thing. I've been here for seven of them. No. Seven, yes. <laughs> exactly. So we have absolutely nothing special planned. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, we just keep doing the work. Just yeah. keep doing the work. Yeah, why do something special when we can't even get a regular show right? <laughs> All right, let's jump right into this shit. Yeah. Um, you don't have to hold the email the whole time, you know. Oh, I know. I just, <laughs> I just, I'm so incredibly tired. I know. Just don't fall asleep. I will not fall asleep, probably. Probably. <laughs> so we said that we might have terrible, horrible, bad news last um, week. Yeah, we... Yeah, do so. Um, so it's unfortunate. Do we want to talk about it here, or why not? I mean, should we ask him first? If that's no okay? names, no names. All right. But that horrible cunt of a woman. Uh, don't even call her a woman. That makes no. She reproduced. She is a woman. She's a female. Because you haven't seen Prometheus, I can't talk about reproduction. So there's she's a, a woman. There's a. She's a female. Oh well, that's true. Yeah, if you go by that urge overkill song, she's not a woman. No, she's um. A woman. That's who it was, right? She's a, I can't call her an asshole because an asshole has a useful function. That's true. That's Same true. thing. You can't call her a cunt. You can't call her a bitch. No. She's a piece of shit. No, she, she could be, she could be a, a twisted, herniated. Um, yeah, but you know who's worse, though? Whoever is like... <clears throat> enabling her? Yeah. Her okay, wait, 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 wait. We know way too much. So the woman that fired me... Because I was the highest paid manager in the building, because really there's no other logical reason for it. Yeah. Because I, I do the same work at my job now that I did in the other building, except my review was fantastic. Oh, that's good. Cool. As opposed to, you know, I don't, I don't like your face, yeah. which is what it came down to. Um, she's fired. One, two, three, four. Four, six or seven people. Most of the managers. Did you count him? Probably, because yeah. I'm not. Uh, yeah. So we'll say we'll say half a dozen to ten. Yeah. People have been fired from this movie theater in management. Yeah. Or folks who have been there, like. For a long time. Since before before job. AMC was bought out. Yeah, exactly. Well, since before AMC bought Lowe's, I should say. Right. So, so. Um, the person that was just fired was suspended for one thing, brought back in, spoken to, and fired for something else, which is just bullshit. Yeah. Because if that's what you, whatever. So there's somebody in the home office that's allowing this to happen. No one sits back and says, hey, how come your manager turnover rate is 500% your staff turnover rate? It's crazy. It's crazy. There's no way. this this And and if I say the name, correct me and I'll go in and delete it. Um, But this this person that we've been friends with for... A decade. 10 years? You 11 years? 12? 12, um, no. 11 like, years this year. It'll be, yeah, 11 years like in the fall. And it's been 10 years for me. He's been at that job yeah. for 10 yeah. years. And he's good at it, good guy. Good. Yeah. Honest. Yeah. Has a family to support. Uh-huh. And hey, fuck you. Get out. Just I just don't understand it. I don't understand the person, uh, her like, direct report... And I think like, I, I think whoever's in the home office is kind of they're kind of buddy buddy because the way I was spoken to 
by this human resources person yeah. was um, disrespectful, insulting. They were belligerent. They wouldn't let me talk. It was like we've already decided together yeah. talking, so I'm not interested in the other side of the story. Oh, yeah, completely. If I had have known that... All that suspension is is a week for them to get your yeah. last paycheck together. Oh, yeah. That's all that is. If I had have known that I was going to be fired, I would have come back so much fucking harder. Yeah. You know, if I had have known, you know, hindsight and all that, but if I had have known that things get a lot better after, I I would have flipped the fucking desk over. Because what, what have I got to lose? But the good thing is our friend is now out of what I would I would, I would would hazard to say is the most abusive relationship he's ever been in in his life. Probably, yeah. Because I'll tell you, after I went over to Hollywood Hits, and even though I wasn't you know full-time or anything like that, but she was gone, and, and that manager, that, that theater manager, didn't have direct control over everything that went on in my life because she she did. Yeah. I mean, in essence, I, I you close on a Thursday, you have to open on a Friday, but on that Thursday, you can be there till three, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You got to be back at nine. Yeah. That something's not legal in there <laughs> in suicide shifts. But well, you're not driving a truck, so yeah. But still, there's. I thought I muted that. Um, I I'm glad he's out, but not not right now. No, but he's told us in the past that he's expected it ever since he went back there. Yeah. And because this woman is just will lie directly to your face. She's it's it's so instead weird. of instead of creating a a a good healthy place for people to come and work, everybody goes to work and it's they're terrified. It's kind of like I don't know when I'm there, everybody is so like dour. Yeah. And it, they're so down. It's kind of like and this is total hyperbole, okay? But it's like watching the people in the concentration camp do the job the Nazis should be doing. Yeah. Oh, I have to do paperwork for the Fuhrer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> but that's... And, and she's... Remember our old boss? Who, yeah, I do. We're going to stay away from names, yeah. I think, totally. Um, I miss her She so was She was behind guest services or on the floor sweeping popcorn yeah. or whatever. This woman. Oh, no, no. It was at a point where if she came around and she had to sweep something, it was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Not that, like, we'd get in trouble. It was just like, oh, she no. shouldn't have to do that. We'll exactly. do that. But sometimes she liked to do it. I yeah. went over many times and tried to take it. She's like, I got nothing to do. You leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Or she'd come up and, like, she'd just show up next to you at box office. Yeah. Be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> or she would start sweeping and say, how come I'm the one sweeping? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You're the boss. Go sit down and relax. Yeah. Let me get an underling for you. But this this woman that's running the building now, she's in the office upstairs that used to be the regional manager's office that our old boss would use to like make phone calls yeah. and maybe do the schedule. Do some paperwork yeah. when she had to just sort of get away. But when AMC took over, that's what I think she was told to do was yeah. to be upstairs in that office. I don't understand that. You're 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 okay, you're a theater manager, not a CEO of a Fortune 500 exactly. company. You're basically you're a store manager. You're yeah. not that fucking important. But and then the thing is though, I'll tell you like when I ran that small theater up in New Hampshire, yeah. right? I was always just sort of out 
and around. And mm-hmm. you get to know the people who come in, especially up there. It's pretty small, whatever. Yeah. But you get to know people. Hey, how you doing? What's mm-hmm. going on? Mm-hmm. And and it was, you know, it's kind of nice, you know. Yeah. And and I get a little bit of that now at, at, at you know the hits because I'm, you know, I've like pretty especially set in a small shifts, theater. I mean, you set. walk out and you talk with the staff and you clean a theater and you rip a ticket and you let people go yeah. and walk around and stuff. I I can't imagine hiding in an office for your entire. What the fuck are you doing? Right. I mean, I've I've run shifts. I've. I basically the, the the booth at that building was like a tiny theater with the amount of staff I had yeah. and stuff, and I didn't have to sit in my office. I could do reports. First, they wouldn't give me a computer to do the reports, so I had to go use the right. general use one, and I had to do my reports when schedules were getting done, when bookings were being done, right. what whatever. Um, but I didn't have to be in the office. I I would schedule myself to run the booth. I'd run the booth. Yeah. If I'm there and somebody else is there, uh, what what the fuck am I supposed to do? Right. I mean, you can't do maintenance while stuff's running. Yeah. I You know, I build prints. Okay, great. And those were some pretty fun times. I enjoyed print night. They were. Uh, that's it. Anyway. That's, that's the end. That's hopefully the it's, end of hopefully the it, it, it is actually. That's the end of free movies. That part sucks too, but not as much as him not having a job. Yeah. So yeah, remember, remember early on um, when we were doing the show, somebody told us that she had somebody listen to this because <laughs> of who we were, and that was before That's you great. were fired. Yeah. So if she's listening to this, he gave us free passes. Yeah. <laughs> so stuff that in your asshole. You're welcome, Scott. <laughs> She's such a bitch. Yeah. Just but the thing is, like, I'm an adult, so, like, I can't go and vandalize the building because I'm smarter than that. Even though I want to, like, get, like, six of us and flip her fucking car over. But whatever. I'd have to just watch. My back is still fucked up. <laughs> I I don't even know what we're talking about. All right. So what do, what do we want to move on to um, now? Let's talk about Apple. Okay. This is the first keynote you said you didn't watch because yeah, you had so much to do. I didn't watch do. because I had so much other shit to do. But you know the facts of it, right? Yeah, yeah. I kinda, what do we got? You know, there was um, new um, new MacBooks announced. They're going to have Retina display. Okay, that makes That'll sense. That'll be nice. Um, now, that's higher than 1080i, right? Yeah, it's like so many million more than HD yeah. TV or something like that. So. Okay. Um, you know, it's kind of like on your phone. If you look really, really close at your phone screen, yeah, you can't see a pixel. No, no, that's impressive. That's I don't know why that why people don't talk about that technology it's, more. It's amazing than, than so, they do. I mean, I put my phone. Well, next if you to have me. a shitty app in there, you can see pixels because it pixelates well, because yeah. it's not optimized it's app, for it. Right. Yeah, but um, I just you know to clear that up just in case. But some of the cool stuff in um, the iPhone software Mm. um they're totally redoing maps oh very cool stuff they look really good okay when is this when is this um i think it comes out i want to say the end of the summer okay i think because usually they roll those those ios updates out immediately after they talk about them it seems yeah but this will be um i think it'll be the summer okay the end of by the end of july we'll have a new um operating system for the for the computer yeah 
Didn't wasn't like, it just, hasn't been that, that long year. since the last? It was, it was last year. It was last summer. Yeah. So and a lot of lot of really really good stuff in that too. Um, I wish I could remember it all. Did they talk about the 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 five the iPhone five or anything? No. Okay. No. That's usually a separate announcement. Right? Yeah, that'll probably you'll hear about that in the fall. I I'm think. not I'm not jazzed on these concept designs, which concept designs in the past have been wrong too. But yeah, I don't I don't like I don't I can't hold my wife's iPod. Like and have it feel like it's well, solid any, in my it, hand. If anything, it's going to be bigger. Mm. It'll be a bit. Yeah, big, but Apple Apple anything. shouldn't be playing catch up to other no, things. And I don't think they need to. No, I mean, I sometimes when I'm playing a game, I would like the screen to be a little bigger, but uh, it's only once in a while. And I don't. But the thing is, really though, give a shit. Like, and I mean, Louis C.K. is right. It's a fucking phone. Yeah, it's a miracle. But the thing it really is, is, like, sometimes I'll be playing a game on my phone. And um, I'll be like, you know, whatever, I'll I'll grouse or whatever about something. But then I'll think, oh, I'm playing this on my phone. Yeah. Like a really cool, like like really nicer than PS2, but not quite mm. at PS3 level yeah. graphics. Yeah. On a fucking phone. I'll put on Pandora while I'm at work and I'll be on the Wi-Fi and then I'll just I'll go out to the car. And it's seamless. And, uh, it, it is. And then I, I'm like, oh, another fucking ad. Why is this Why is this next track taking so long to, oh, wait, this is a fucking miracle. Yeah. I need to calm down. He's really, oddly enough, has really helped put perspective on things. <laughs> you know? And you think about it. I don't know. Um, what else? There's uh, some changes in the notifications. Like, you can put, like, a do not disturb thing on where oh, really? like, the notifications will come through but they won't make any noise it won't light up the phone uh, so that's kind of neat little things like that yeah um mail is going to be a little bit different um you can have a vip section so that hmm. um like the vip stuff goes into a particular box okay um, that's good yeah because then you can go through your regular inbox yeah. and be like delete delete uh unsubscribe, unsubscribe. there's this other thing called passbook where all like if you buy movie tickets or you uh, have like a Starbucks card or something, yep. but you have a movie ticket and it's like all location based. So you bought your ticket online, right? Comes sits in your phone. When you get to the theater, yeah. you don't even have to unlock your phone. Really? Yeah, you're. It knows where you are, so you're just gonna walk up. And there's that one of those little square QR code things. Okay. Pops up on your phone and you just take your phone out and beep and they scan it and you you go on your way. Huh. But I mean what's crazy is you don't even have to lock your phone. Yeah, that's pretty neat. But they would the, the uh in order for that to work, everybody would have to be able to accept those. But right? yeah, I mean it's like but it's like all the majors. Yeah. Well majors, no, I, you know. I wouldn't mind everything, but you would have to have find my iphone just in case you lose it so you can if you don't know where it is and you have yeah. that you can just wipe it immediately yeah, yeah. so that's that's the only fear that's the only thing that would have to be done like immediately yeah and you can log into that from like you can go to the mac store and log yeah. into it can't you i mean i'm not quite ready yet i mean i think like you know them scanning your card or whatever you know you got a starbucks card or uh you know whatever store loyalty card kind of things yeah. you know um, I think that's cool. Mm. I'm not quite ready yet for waving my phone to pay for stuff. You know, I'm totally ready I'm not, to have a fucking chip put in I'm my hand. Ready. I really no, don't I'm care. I'm not ready for that yet. That's a little too. 
I do want Siri on my phone because they showed a whole bunch of really cool shit that Siri's mm. doing now. I want Siri on my phone. I was hoping because mm. they were saying that our oh, Siri's going to be on the new iPad when the new OS that only out. makes sense, yeah. And um, and I was just like, oh, why don't they announce that it's going to come to like the iPhone four? Yeah, but well, they would have to streamline the program so it doesn't eat up all that. Yeah, it's so it's it all processing long, yeah. power. So, but cloud I mean, based I'm due for an cloud based the processing. I don't know how the <laughs> fuck you do that, but do it, make it work. And um, they fixed the iCloud document syncing. I was pretty pissed away because I do a lot of like, you know, I'll start something on my phone, right, right. you know, laying in bed or whatever. <laughs> and then because I think I live in the 25th century, yeah. I want to be able to just go downstairs to my computer and right. start writing away. Yeah. And um, instead of having to take something from the cloud, put it in, you know, download it to a folder, make my changes right. and put it back up there. I mean, I have iCloud. Yeah. I mean, sorry, um, Dropbox. Right. Stuff like that. And I have it on my phone. But I would just like to have, you know, the native, you know, I got you. application stuff doing that. Plus, mm. Pages on my phone doesn't go to Dropbox because hmm. it's an Apple product. Man. So, um, but yeah, so that's going to be all streamlined and, and all set. Hmm. Um, what else did they talk about? You're going to be able to attach photos directly to an email as opposed to going to the photo. Yeah, that email. that that seems that counterintuitive. There should yeah. be a button at the bottom for yeah. with the with the little. Oh, it's going to be Facebook integration. Oh. Now there there should have been yeah. a, in the last update. Yeah. Really, I mean, how much bigger does Facebook have to get before people realize? Shit, yeah, that's what we got to do. It's Facebook isn't um, MySpace. It's it's different. Yeah, there's no no other way to really put it. Is there? Well, I'm um, sure there is a way to put it, but. Whatever. So, yeah. All right. So, so yeah, as these so, roll out, we'll have yeah, to so update on them. Pretty uh, pretty fun stuff. They're going to have a game center. You know, this game center on your phone. Yeah. Um, it's going to show up on your Mac and all be synced up and coordinated and stuff. Oh. So, if you start a game on your Mac, yeah, you walk out and you just continue it on your phone. Okay. I think that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. What would be great is that I don't really play games on the computer, so I was playing Wreck It Ralph. I mean, I'm uh, sorry, Fix It Felix. Yeah. The other day. Oh, is it good? It's all right. It's, yeah, it's it's it's, it's like cute. Burger Time. Yeah. And Donkey Kong mixed together. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be so, a cute movie. Yeah. So yeah, some good stuff. Good all stuff. Right. So uh, you you haven't watched anything? I'm guessing since I'm um, busy with editing. Mad and stuff. Men. Yeah. Mad Men finished up its season. No, um, did it? Yeah. Hmm. So fucking good. <laughs> okay. So good. That show is, it's so understated. It it just blows me away. It's, right. just, it's just so crazy when really huge shit happens. I have no reference point. None at all. No. So, but yeah, that, that was good. Weed starts up in a few weeks. They're still making that? Yep. Huh. Can't wait. And Breaking Bad. This last season, right? I think so, yeah. How are they going to end it? Are they going to kill him? Um, I don't know. Wasn't that the whole point in the beginning? He wanted to get money together for his family when he died. Yeah. He's still sick? No, he's been in remission. Uh, so this season he'll get it back worse than before. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, that's to me, knowing as little as I know about the series... 
that would be a satisfying. You know what though? Because it was that's what was promised in the beginning. Because I'll tell you, like sometimes, like when I would, uh, you know, you you see, you know, you go to watch it. It's on like you know demand, or mm-hmm. I usually DVR it or whatever. But I'll um, you look and you'll see, oh, you know, the little description. Yeah. So you think it's going to be something like, oh, you know. Like a whatever little plot device they're going to use to move things along, right? And I cannot tell you how many times I have watched that show and just been like, "No fucking way!" Like they just they they do things so well, and they 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 plot so well. Okay, it's it's really good. Well, it seems to me from everything I've seen in the very few episodes that I've watched that it's. It's made different than other shows. Yeah, it's not the same. I mean, you, it's 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 a dude with a meth lab initially, right? Isn't that what it was? It started off with um, he was a high school teacher, right? Found out he had cancer, um, and his brother-in-law is a DEA agent. So one day he goes on a ride along, and he sees a former student of his. Right. Like yeah. climbing out of a house, you know, finds out that he's, he, you know, makes meth. And he hears about the money from his DEA agent, right, brother-in-law. Right, right. So, like, a couple of things come together. And he's just like, he, because he's a chemist, he comes up with this, like, the best meth, purest meth right. ever. Right, I remember all and, that. Um, yeah. And what catches people's attention is that it's blue, it's not clear, and, you know, it's just, it's, like, different. Okay. <laughs> So and that's kind of where it starts off, and um, yeah, it's not it's not like aside from weeds, it's not really a normal premise for a show. No, not at all. And even weeds has, I mean, I'm I'm realistic. Re- weeds, I think, is should be almost done because even See, I'll watch. I thought it was. I'll, I'll watch. I'll thing. watch weeds, and I'll be like, okay. Nancy will get out of this one again. You know, yeah. it's one of those things where, like, every every book about writing is you see these little little tips. Like, coincidence is okay to get your hero into trouble, but coincidence is lazy to get them out of trouble. So, and sometimes, okay, you know, Nancy's gotten into trouble. It's been a little convenient how she's gotten out of it. All so, right. Well, I mean, you can't. You can't be brilliant every episode. Right. Uh, but that pisses people off. A lot of shit pisses people off, I've been finding out over the last few weeks. They need to get over it. I, Some shit I wanna, just... I want to talk non-spoilery about a movie I saw. Okay. I saw a movie about aliens. And it's Prometheus. It, yes, yes. Um, and I enjoyed it. I make no secret of that. Is it a perfect film? No. Is it going to be my favorite movie of the year? No. Probably going to be The Hobbit. Oh, I did actually see something. What'd you see? I saw Salmon Fishing in the Yemen. Was awesome. Is that like Kite Runner? Like same like frame of mind I would need to be in? I don't in? know. I didn't see Kite Runner. I don't know. It's just the first thing that popped it was, in um mind. No, it was good. It was really good. I'm Ewan not saying McGregor it was bad. Was, Ewan McGregor was fantastic. Oh, he's in that? He's in that and Emily Blunt. It's an odd title. Yeah. But it's good. All right. Yeah, it was really good. So you recommend that? I highly recommend it. Okay. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. Now, I've started a lot of discussions with people on Facebook about Prometheus. 
And I am not commenting on the people I have been speaking uh-huh. to. Okay, I'm going to comment on people I've found on other sites. Mostly IMDb. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, Mashable actually has a thread that I contributed to because... Now, the alien, the the, the, the xenomorph alien from the movies that you've seen. Yeah. Right? I've seen the alien. I've never seen the movies. Oh, fair enough. Really? Yeah. You've never seen those? Nope. Oh, well, then this is a pointless conversation. Really? Really? How could you never have seen the first because one? Because I think, when did that come out? Like 79? 79 maybe? or something like that. Um, 79, I was still, you know, I just, it, I liked, you know, some science fiction stuff, but right. that looked, it was like, it was too, I don't know, serious for me. Yeah, it really is. So I. Um, so what I about just, in 86 when Aliens came out? That was all action. That wasn't as no, serious. I, don't know. I, I hadn't seen the first one, so, mm-hmm. okay. you know, what was that, 86? I was graduating yeah. high school. Seems like a good time to, because yeah. Terminator 2, I think, was 90 or 91, so that was, like, right up my alley there. Yeah. So, but it's um, just something that, like, if I went home, turned on the TV, and Alien was starting, yeah. I'd be like, all right, so the universe wants me to sit down and right. watch Alien. Yeah, it's not a I'll middle sit down of and the watch Alien. Thing. So if you actually started Alien in the middle, I think you'd just brush it off as like a stupid haunted house yeah. movie. Seriously, with a really good looking monster. Um, I, I watched the beginning um, because there's elements in the beginning of Alien that you know fit with this other movie. Yeah. Um, and I watch, I, I, so I'm reading on Mashable. And again, this has nothing to do with anyone I've spoken to. So, But if things cross over, I'm not intentionally making fun of the people I've been discussing, right. just people that are a lot more dense that I don't know or have ever corresponded <laughs> with on Facebook. I'm just trying to make that abundantly yeah. clear because I'm going to say some nasty shit soon. All right. Um, they... There's 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 elements in Prometheus that I think have been totally totally incorrectly interpreted because it's open to a lot of viewer interpretation. Yeah. It's like the beginning of Wally, okay, but a little more complicated. Yeah. Like you, oh, okay, so there's a robot. Oh, he puts trash. He's a trash can. Okay, and a compactor, and he's got the back part of him looks a bit, a little bit like a trash truck. Okay, so oh, he picks that thing up. So he's kind of autonomous, and he's aware of himself and other life, and he's like Johnny Five, shall we say? Okay, and you can get all that out of just watching the beginning with no dialogue. There's there's elements in Prometheus that can be taken in many different directions. And there was one thing that Ridley Scott said about one of the creatures that was, they called it a little too on the nose for the (laughs) script, so they cut it. Yeah. If you cut an entire element out of a script, you cannot use that as, as a reference point, right? Like, but people still are. But they see the alien, right? And they're like, oh, well, this part uh, reacts to the evil tendencies in mankind and it, and it and it changes them into this thing, and the alien that we see in Alien is just the culmination of everything 
evil and abhorrent in the universe. It's like, uh, no, the alien is the, it's, it's a fucking shark in space. Okay. It's the perfect killing machine without remorse. Ash, one of the characters talks about it because he admires it. Bishop admires the, 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 um, the face huggers and all that. But there's, there's like very basic elements that the people have just like totally, they don't get it. Like, yeah. There are there are ignorant people that are not open to discussion on Facebook, uh, not on Facebook, but on IMDb. That when you try to explain why this happened, why that happened, why that happened, you did not pay attention yeah. when the person said, "Oh, this thing's generating a breathable atmosphere that's better than Earth's." That might be a reason why one of the idiots took his helmet off. Yeah. Now. If, if, let me, just a general question, conversation-wise. If you're writing a script, and the whole idea is to put the crew into a perilous situation to create drama and tension and action, Mm -hmm. those characters generally are going to make some bad decisions, right? Well, you would hope so. They would have to, wouldn't they? story needs conflict. Like, let's... Let's take we'll uh, see we can't even use alien as an example. Well, let's take the beginning of Star Wars, okay? If they're trying to recover the stolen tapes, yeah. right? And they've searched the ship and there's nothing on it. But meanwhile, while they're searching the ship an escape pod, only one escape pod shoots off. That dude should have fucking fired on it. Oh, definitely. Right? I don't consider that a plot hole. I think that's a bad decision made by a character. It's like why Sound, you know, whatever alarms and and alert people that were firing at stuff, you know, when we pay by the shot now. Well, when we've secured the ship, if they fire, everybody's going to go into a high alert status. It could be whatever, you know. Um, But if you're gonna you're gonna scout out a planet, I mean, you could have there. There's there's something very early on that that you you could actually. Never set foot on the planet they go to. There's ways to explore it without setting down on it. But that's the smart thing to do. Sounds like you have to doobage it up a bit. So, but why? Why would you make a movie where you take a couple of robots and drop them onto a planet's surface and have them check all the shit out before you land? Mm. That's boring. You have to put these people that are way too fucking excited to find other structures on another planet to get down there and go in, right? And then stupid shit happens from there because think about it. When you're in a, a life or death situation or you encounter something you've never seen before that yeah. like reinforces your theories, right. you're going to get excited and maybe throw caution to the wind a little bit. I'm going to pee myself. I mean, well, yeah, there's that too. But... It's very simple. Like, like I read a, a thread on IMDb where people complaining about one of the characters' motivations, and it's not a straight like, um, oh, like me. Luke's. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll keep going to Star Wars since it's it's an yeah. easy one for for us to discuss. Luke's motivation once he finds out that Vader is his father. Luke's motivation in, in A New Hope is to save the princess yeah. and beat the bad guy. In in part two. Empire. He's he wants to become a Jedi to defeat Darth Vader. Right. He wants to 
um, learn the ways of the Force and become a Jedi like my yeah. father. And in part three, <laughs> yes, his, about uh, that. <laughs> his, uh, yeah, you might want to stop before the lava. And in part three, it's to it's to bring his father back to the light side. Yeah, very clearly defined motivations. In Alien, there's a character because eventually, I'm sure you'll watch it. So I'm not going to ruin it. Yeah, no, it's fine. motivations are hidden. But the more you watch it, the more you see what happens. In in Prometheus, if you don't pay attention to what the character says that you think may be a throwaway line, yeah. you're not gonna understand why he did what he did. The thing is I always find that in movies like that where there's like you got this crew, they're gonna do a thing and yeah. there's a lot of jargon involved and just like, yeah, that's gonna happen. It's all right, I like, let's go, let's go. Yeah. This is actually so pretty quick. Focused. You see the the beginning um uh prologue. Yeah. And then the title comes up and then they're in the fucking ship. And it's like, bing, bang, boom, we're on the planet. Shit can happen now. A lot of people are blaming uh, Damon Lindelof. Oh, he f- he fucked up the whole thing. All he does is write scripts that raise more questions than they answer. Yeah, that's all. Well, you know what? If you're, but is that a fair? I mean, of of I mean, the guy helped create one of the most successful TV shows ever. Yeah. That did exactly what I've been doing with people online. Had them talking. They're like, oh, it works as, a, as an episodic show, but it doesn't work as a movie. Well, why not? If they intend on making at least one more, yeah. why doesn't that work? You know why? And th- these are the people on IMDb. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my like Louis C.K. voice, right? I can't believe that movie made me. I had to think about it, and shit went on. <laughs> I don't understand what was going on. And what do you what do you mean that something in the beginning of the movie is going to reference something at the end? <laughs> I know. And I how dare they call it a prequel, and then it doesn't end exactly where I want it to end? Because it doesn't. It does not clearly connect to Alien. I had um, Andy had said that once he had seen Prometheus, it's out of the um non-prequel sequel like top 10 that we have and i said you know i'm not going to argue with you because everybody has it so it's a fair loss for everybody across the board um but i'm like it's as much uh a prequel yeah um, that's what i heard it's as much a prequel to alien as spider-man is a prequel or sequel to the avengers (laughs) it's the same universe it's just different characters yeah it's the block over yeah Pretty much, it's off camera, yeah. and and you know what? If that's if that's how Andy wants to run it, I'm not going to argue with that. That makes sense because we all lose that yeah. across the board. It's not like one person has ten and that's not in there, and then it, that would be unfair. But I, I've talked to some people, James in Australia, yeah, huge long like like six different threads. We were talking about stuff, and there's a lot to talk about, and there's a lot you can miss. And I had joked around with him, and I'm like, I don't. I think your expectations were way too high because Aliens is favorite. Yeah. The first two, not the other ones. Um, there's favorite. He knows them word word for word. Um, and I, I, I said, I think your expectations were, were way, way too high. Here's, here's what you needed to do. Realize who the writers were. One dude that wrote The Darkest Hour, Damon Lindelof, who's done TV. Yeah. And Ridley Scott, who hasn't made a good movie since... Some people would argue Gladiator. I would say Black Hawk Down. Black Hawk Down was fantastic. But out of out of thirty one credits that he has on IMDb, four or five of those are good, memorable. Do the money picture. You do the 
you know, yeah, the, the, but the that's picture. that's that's a that's not a good ratio. <laughs> you know, nah. Spielberg has obviously has a good ratio, and Scorsese has a good ratio. But most directors are very hit or very miss, yeah. and a lot of stuff Ridley Scott's done has been very miss. So, and plus, didn't he do um, Domino? No, that was Tony Scott. I had to look that up. I always thought it was Ridley Scott, but um, he did do uh, Thelma and Louise. Yeah, and uh, not Labyrinth, uh, Legend. So, but like I I got my expectations in line when I went to see it. Yeah, I'm like, okay, he's done a bunch of crap lately, and the original writer of Alien uh, is not anywhere near this movie because he's dead. Uh, Dan O'Bannon is dead. Who wrote the script for this? It was Lindelof and another guy, and Shane Black. Ridley Ridley Scott, huh? Shane Black. No, it was um, I don't I don't remember his name, but he's the writer of uh, the Darkest Hour, that oh, okay. Alien Invasion movie that that came out. Um, and Ridley Scott had a bunch of input with like uh, Cherry to the Gods type stuff yeah. and things like that, and it's it's an intriguing idea. Um. But I like my theories more than like what I've read he's been saying. Like he's very Ridley Scott's stuff is way too exactly what you would expect. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, well, until you until we get definitive answers to these questions, it can still mean what I think it can mean. So at the end of the show, because I had so much fun discussing it and I have very strong opinions on why things were done and I'm, I'm, uh, let me get to, I'll finish the sentence. Um, I asked people to write in with their questions that maybe yeah. they didn't get. And I don't know. That's maybe I just, I don't know if I, I saw it in 2D. Yeah. So I was able to just focus on the flat image and, yeah. and maybe not to me, 3D, you fight to watch 3D. It's like a struggle between your yeah. eyes and your brain. Um, and I could just sit back and and look at what's going on on the screen, which was all beautiful, by the way. It looks fantastic yeah. digital. And um, I just listened, and I thought about it, but I didn't. I tried not to jump to conclusions as time went on. I'm like, oh, that looks like a penis. <laughs> That's fitting for this movie. But there's one part after you see it, we gotta we gotta have yeah. a nice discussion because there's one part that I think everybody is just totally looking past, and they don't see the symbolism behind this one thing that leads to other stuff major plot stuff yeah so after the end of the show when we do the are you still there um i i have questions uh from jay i don't know if i'm gonna get any more by the time i get to it but i'll read those off and i'm not gonna pull i made a deal with with everybody i'm not gonna pull the Oh, well, it'll be answered in a sequel. Yeah. If we don't know, we don't know. I will admit, right. I don't know. And if it's something stupid like like, um, not a plot hole, because I think the word, the term plot hole is thrown around way too much, and it's not used properly. Um, you're right? I'm just so tired. That's why I'm talking a lot. And I'm I gotta, and I gotta <laughs> pee. Um, we'll break okay, I'll finish this up and we'll do a break. Um if it's a goof, it's a goof. If it's an oversight right. by the writer, if it looks like a deleted scene was there that was cut, because you can tell sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, a plot hole to me, and I, I looked up a bunch of plot holes, and I found the most egregious one in a Which sci-fi one? movie. In The Matrix, 
And this was something uh-huh. that I leaned over and, and said to my wife. <laughs> the first one was good. All right. So in the Matrix was Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah. So Keanu's there and he's talking to Cypher, which is Joey Pants. Yeah. Right. And um, Joe Pants. Yeah. But all the kids and Goonies call him Joey Pants. Yeah. So I'm going to call him Joey Pants. Right. And he's like, and that's the scene where they're talking about, oh, well, really good, um, really good operators can see what's happening by looking at the scrolling matrix and all that. Keanu goes to bed and then, and then Joey Pants' character, Cypher, is in a restaurant eating dinner in the matrix with an agent. That's awesome. How does he get in and how does he get out? Because he needs somebody to take him in and out and he's the only one awake. Yeah. That's a plot hole. That shows maybe he has more control over the Matrix than other people. Yeah, but he was always a bad guy, so you know. But the bad guy doesn't get to bend the rules. I mean, a plot hole is something where Republicans where where it bends the rules of of your predefined script. Making a mistake, like like um, oh well, we only showed two people going out, and then there's two people on the back of this thing who's driving the bus. Yeah, it's not really a plot hole. That's an oversight, right? Because it doesn't fundamentally change anything. I right. mean, it's the future. They travel to another fucking planet, thirty nine billion light year, thirty nine billion light years away. Um, in two years, it's totally possible that bus could drive itself. Yeah, I mean, so. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We'll stop here so Frank can go pee, and I'll be right back. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a-coming, it's rolling around a bend And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison and time keeps dragging on But that train keeps rolling on down to San Antonio When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son Always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry There's rich folks eating from a fancy dining car They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars Well, I know I had it coming I know I can't be free But those people keep a moving And that's what tortures me Down the 
typically order a lot of stuff from Amazon or eBay or stuff like no. that because I'm impatient. Oh, okay. The last thing I ordered was, uh, and, I, and I don't want to keep bringing this up, but I ordered uh, an Art Of book. We'll just yeah. say it was a movie that, you know, may have had to do with a certain movie I saw. But I order Art Of books like the instant they yeah. come up because I tried to get, and no one judge me, The Art of Sucker Punch because The Art Of should have been fucking amazing to yeah. see. I couldn't get a copy, and it took them three and a half months to send me the art of Kung Fu Panda. Wow. Three months. That's a lot. Took six to get the art of for part two. <laughs> yeah, I kept saying, oh, we're looking, we're looking, we're, we're yeah. whatever. So this other one came out on the day it was released. It's, a, it's an amazing, the, the book is actually better than the movie. A couple of years ago, I was but, in like a building 19 for some reason. I was probably buying an area rug, and... um it's fucking cats. If man. anyone, anyone wants to know the joke, there, that's pretty much all they sell. If you look at their flyer, that's yeah, like yeah. page two, top left, just black and white drawings of rugs. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's funny, but I saw in there, like walking past their books, I saw in there the art of uh, the Incredibles. Oh yeah, it's a big, nice, heavy, yeah. heavy book, and uh, and it was like three dollars. Those things go for like thirty five. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Did you get it? Yeah, yeah. Nice. It's on my shelf. Nice. Uh, no, so I got a box from Amazon today. So that was nice. It was. Uh, Did you actually order it? No, I went for something else. I was at Building Nineteen when I saw the Incredibles. No, I'm, I'm confused. You got yeah, a so box it was something from I ordered. You ordered something. Yeah, okay. I, but I ordered like two hundred, you know, clearish white um, DVD cases. Ah, okay. So I'm tired of paying Target for them. Oh yeah, you could probably get a nice bulk. I got by. I ended up paying like a nickel a piece. Yeah, that's so, good. And I'll go through those. I'll go through those probably. Yep. Yeah. Half, halfway through the summer, yeah. I'll be done with those. <laughs> so I do enjoy pre-ordering stuff because yeah. uh, if you pre-order it as soon as it's put up, and the price dips down, like say it dips down to like seven ninety nine. Yeah. Do they end up day, changing your? You get uh, it for the lowest oh, so price. That's cool. Yeah. So like, so now, um, what if it's something that like you've gotten? It's on its way. Do they credit you? Oh yeah, I've got credits yeah. before. Yep, that's nice. Um, so I ordered from Amazon. Yeah, I didn't get anything in, through Amazon. Remember back in the good old days when it was just books? Yeah, that was that was before I think I had internet. <laughs> yeah, I, I had it at work. Yeah. You had to you had to stay late at work to use the internet, or yeah. is that horrible modem that they made oh. fun of in the Muppet movie? Yeah, yeah. Like I, just for the hell of it, like we'd watch Tangled a lot. So I go to Amazon. I'm like, floating lanterns. Fuck, there they are. <laughs> There's a bunch of fuck different kinds of them too. Like I'm surprised they don't have official Disney Tangled like purple with the sun on it. Floating they probably lanterns. do, but yeah, you know. They can't take magic lamp because <laughs> they would have by now. Yeah, but they could sell that design on them. They yeah, could contract a company to do it. So. Yeah. So, um, 
All right. What do you want to do? Uh, I want to go to sleep. Okay. What do you want to talk about then? All right. Uh, to keep you awake. Me sleeping. How about this one? I thought you'd like this. In Texas, father kills man sexually abusing his daughter. I loved this story. I don't want to do the audio because I've been having a little No, I, I love this again. story. Uh, a Texas father caught a man sexually assaulting his four-year-old daughter and punched him in the head repeatedly, killing him, authorities said. So far, I don't see the problem. Yeah. The father was casually acquainted with the alleged abuser. I'm sorry. Caught red-handed abuser. Well, said That's a poor choice of words, quite frankly. <laughs> Lavica County Sheriff Micah Harmon. Neither has been publicly identified. This is um, this is from June twelfth, so from yesterday, actually. So I don't know if anything has come up since. Um, the father returned to the house, caught the man in the act, and stopped him by striking him in the head several times. Nice, Norman said the man was pronounced dead on the scene, while the daughter was taken to a local hospital in Victoria, Texas, for examinations before being released. The incident took place Saturday. Harmon described the girl as okay, besides the obvious mental trauma. Yeah. And then watching your father kill someone in front of you. I'm sure that's, <laughs> yeah, that's sure going to linger. Just, that's going to stick with you. Um, asked whether they would press charges against the father, the sheriff responded, you have a right to defend your daughter. He acted in defense of his, of his third person. Once the investigation is completed, we will submit it to the district attorney who then submits it to the grand jury, who will decide if they will indict him. And that's when he looks at the camera and goes, nah, don't worry, he's cool, don't worry about it. Shit ain't gonna happen. It's, I imagine it's like one of those Jim Gaffigan like yeah. things where he looks away and he's like, why would anybody do that? <laughs> uh, Harmon yes, we know about the bacon. Yeah. Uh, bucket. Um, I, I was out of nowhere. Harmon yeah. described the dad as very remorseful adding that he didn't know the man was going to die. No, that's not your intention. Your intention is to stop him with all of the force and wrath of God. No. Uh... <laughs> oh, God. Authorities are withholding the deceased man's name while they notified next of kin. Officials did not know immediately if he has a prior criminal history. Uh... Lavica County Precinct Judge uh, Aileen Lyons, who is coordinating... Wow, that's not even our microphones. Who is coordinating information in the case, including autopsy results. Uh, the preliminary autopsy report indicated the victim died from, any guesses? Blunt force. I'm going to say, yeah. And, and neck injuries. It will take six weeks to get the full report back because they also did a toxicology report. <laughs> I just got a funny vision in my head, and I'm half asleep, so it's even funnier. So this woman's walking across the street, very like, you know, just all dressed up, um, sorry, white shoes, like the whole bit. So um, I totally forget where I was going with this story. Okay. <laughs> How did I start it? <laughs> Should we just move on? I just totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <sighs> okay. All right. Ah. So what are your what are your thoughts on this? I mean, if I think, the guy you know, actually was abusing his you daughter. You know what? Here's the thing. Yeah. If I'm the cop on the scene, right? Right? I look at the dead guy and it's like dummy. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I look at the father 
And it was, it's, I mean, it's, it is what it is. It's clear, like, just visceral. I'd be, I would, yeah. I, I can't even go into what I would do. Yeah. You know, I would want to hurt them so bad. I don't, I want them to live. Yeah. Okay. There is that. I just want to point out that I typed man kills into Google to get the latest results. And I stopped there because here are the top results. Yeah. Man kills wife. Man kills wife eats arm. Man kills wife and eats her. Followed by man kills bear with bare hands. Nice. Yeah. Um, if it is true, if if the accounts of the story are true, that he caught him molesting his child. Oh, man. Then I don't see any problem with that story. None at all. Um you know, but they're going to yeah. trot him out like he's Joe the Plumber or some shit like that. I don't know. He might be the kind of guy that's like, I don't, I, all, all I did was punch him. Because yeah. I swear to God, if, if it's if it's like, if the guy was like five foot two and this guy was six foot right. seven and he punches him once. I mean, there's people that How I'm sure if I down? thought about punching, they would die. You know, because of the size difference. Like, yeah. I just gave somebody a bruise thinking about punching. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that reminds me. Cole said, bring it, bitch. To who? You. He was just that's the whole big guy thing. Just no. Oh. Just I'm like, what? Me. What did I do? Okay. I try to be nice to him because he scares me. Usually really funny. I'm just <laughs> very tired. All right. Well, let's get to the next story. All right. New York Police Department applicant sues after denied job for wanting to lock up gays. All right. <laughs> yeah. A Muslim American man. Oh, this is off to a great start. Walks into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. And he says, what's shaken? Bacon. Yeah, Shake. I got you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You are way too amused with that. I'm sorry. A Muslim-American man who wanted to enroll in the New York City Police Department's police academy is suing the New York Police Department, claiming his religious liberty rights were violated because he was denied a job after saying he wants to lock up all gay people. Hmm. See, it's oh, tough, really? though, because you never get the other side of that story. Real quick here. That's not how religious rights work. <laughs> At stake are supposed issues of religious liberty as well as First Amendment freedom of speech. The New York Post identifies the man suing the police department as Farhan Doe. I guess Farhan is, uh, is, is Muslim for John. Yeah. Right? I see what they did there. And reports, Doe deserves to be in the NYPD. Despite checking the yes box next to the question, do you believe that homosexuals should be locked up? That question actually is followed by a picture of Admiral Akbar, and if you don't understand what that means, that's your own fault. In 2009, <laughs> when he applied, said his lawyer, Gerald Levine, when Doe, who works as an auxiliary cop in Brooklyn, applied to the police academy the next year, he'd softened his views, still believing homosexuality is a sin, but no longer believing gays should be arrested, Levine said. This guy shouldn't even be an auxiliary cop. My dad was an auxiliary cop. Yeah? Yeah, he was. How many gays did he lock up? Seven. Oh, okay. But they one actually of, broke the law. Yeah, one right? of them came out with a woman, as a woman. It's like, <laughs> all right, that's cool. They pro forma denied him again, saying he couldn't possibly be a police officer, the lawyer said. 
The First Amendment is very clear, saying that you can't discriminate against someone because they have a view you do not like. Okay, let me go up against a professional lawyer and say that you shouldn't be a cop if you don't understand the basic tenets of the law. Yeah, that's pretty dopey. His and I understand that it, that if he's if he's the defense or the prosecutor, whatever side he's on, um, he has to present a case. But that's fucking shaky ground. Yeah, it's, that's like you know. Just I'm sure the guy feels terrible. Okay, God help the first boy who comes to take that girl to the movies because he is. You know, we're talking done. about a different story right now, right? Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You are really tired. We're talking about the guy that wants to be a cop and lock up gay people? Oh, yeah. Fuck we're, him. We're still on that. Oh, fuck him. He's an asshole. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I, you just caught up with everything. <laughs> While the New York Police Department could take action if he acted out as an anti in an anti-gay manner, they can't bar Doe from the police force for anti-gay thoughts, the lawyer said. The advocate adds, this question of whether discrimination is actually religious liberty is surfacing up all over the country with a New Mexico court ruling earlier this month that a wedding photographer couldn't cite the Bible as a reason to deny service to a customer because of a state anti-discrimination law. You you know what? If it's a gay wedding and you don't want to take pictures of it, then you just say, oh, I'm booked. Exactly. How fucking stupid are you? You said you weren't going to fall asleep. You're a dirty, dirty liar. I didn't fall asleep. You you, you jolted awake right there. <laughs> no, I was just shifting in my seat. Yeah. My back doesn't hurt. I'm yeah, tired. come on. I've done my fair share of falling asleep in school. I know. <sighs> uh, and in several cases of school teachers using Facebook to broadcast statements against same-sex marriage and homosexuality in general, lawyers have argued it's free speech that shouldn't lead to losing their jobs. I agree. Those two things are different, though. Being a cop and arresting people for being gay is way different than being a fucking douchebag on Facebook talking about gay people and how they don't deserve to whatever the fuck idiot views they have. Uh, let's see. George Zimmerman's wife was arrested on perjury charges. Is that the, the uh, marketing executive for Neighborhood Watch? Yeah. Yeah, no kidding, huh? Um Shelly Zimmerman is accused of lying under oath at her husband's bail hearing. Can you just imagine? Huh? No, she's just terrible. Yeah, they're all terrible. They obviously, I mean, come on. Dude's guilty. <laughs> um, let's go back down here and see what else we got that's that's good cuz we kind of blasted through this already. Um, oh, uh the poll results are in and um the top 2 vote getting results are number 2 with Ten votes. Yeah, is we should get. Are you serious? Tramp stamps while was, recording. I thought you were going to say jackets. You know, with our names on the sleeve. Eleven votes. Do the show naked. Two votes for battle to the death, which I think I could win today. Oh, um, you know what? All you'd have to do, all you'd have to do, is just like remove any distractions, <laughs> and I'm just done. <laughs> we have one vote. From uh, Randy to do an on-location podcast from a Catholic church, Scientology center, etc. One vote for commentary episode, which we didn't do. And uh, we're following Daniels and the the winning vote of Do You See the Show Naked with a regular episode. So as far as everybody listening knows, we are naked. I am. I know. I was chilly. I know. I told you that there's no video. So nobody... 
needed to act. You didn't have to do that. You really didn't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I'm trying to see. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's a 200th episode, so part of me is thinking um, we should just do a short episode as a as a as a special thank you to ourselves. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> I know you do. Um, and I'll just I'll just do this right here until we have to go to where we're going. <laughs> uh, ten minutes would be awesome. <laughs> Let's um. Well, the, I, I I don't have too much else here. So why don't we um, why don't we do a break and I'll I'll read the email. All right, because you'll fall asleep. No, I can read. That'll keep me awake. Right, I we'll think. Be, we'll Alyssa right then just starts spouting stuff that has nothing to do with. You could. You could. And then another thing. I'm, I'm coming. What was I saying? You were talking about the um the father that that. Oh uh, the yeah. Uh, you know, no kid will ever date that girl till the father's dead. Oh yeah, that is definitely that is true. Fucking awesome. <laughs> I'll be right back. Hey, Billy, nice to meet you. Funny story. Striking at mental apparitions like a drunk on a vacant street. Silently beset by the hands of time and delicate in its fury. An aberrant crack is skeleton yield to unrelenting gravity. While viruses prop for help as victims who suck up rapidly. I can read them. Okay. I'm going to take the really short one first. Oh, where'd it go? Wait, hold on. Okay, you got those. 
I have over here. That's that um, one. One. Yes, that's Jay's uh, Prometheus questions there. Um, oh, I do have another one here. From, so I'll read this one when uh, you're all awesome. All right. This one's from Richard Sales National Sales Tax. Hi, I'll just respond to you, James. Question about the national what about the national sales tax idea? There are two aspects to it. Um, but in the do do you need more light? I can't read this. You should turn that light on over there. Okay, I can't read this at all. Like you want me just, to read it? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'll do that. Do you want the light on? Um. Yeah, might as well. Okay. <laughs> you going to be all right driving home? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we'll get something to eat, and that'll perk me up. I'll be fine. Okay. Okay, so national sales tax. Dumb idea. Hi, all. Wasn't that your idea? I don't know. Just responding. Oh, James's question about the national sales tax idea. There are two aspects to it. But in the end, the answer is no. It's a shitty idea. <laughs> in theory, if you could wipe out the entire IRS and replace our entire federal tax system with a national sales tax, we'd likely be a little better off. It's important to note that there is no such thing as a neutral or non-destructive tax, mostly because there is no such thing as a neutral demand curve, but also because taxes are always and everywhere a forced redistribution of wealth. If you don't pay, you get fined, imprisoned, and eventually, if you resist enough, shot. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and if you so don't believe that, give it a try. Don't pay. All taxes eventually hit production and the people who produce, namely us. The reason we might be a bit better off in a purely hypothetical universe with a national sales tax is because it's the, it's the hardest tax to hide and thus the one most likely to get people riled and make them keep an eye on the government's budget. That's a good point. Unfortunately, as a practical matter, it's just a bad idea. The reason is that enacting it falls under the broader umbrella of tax reform. Tax reform is a political bull, is, is politician bullshit ease <laughs> for tax increase. Whenever a politician starts talking about tax reform, Cash out everything you own, buy a little gold, a shitload of bottled water, a shotgun, and move to Montana. When politicians start engaging in tax reform, what they really end up doing is increasing the taxes and at most juggling the burden a bit, which is good for some and bad for others. For the people in general, it's a wash because the government just ends up taking more of their money. And whenever they talk about replacing one tax with a new tax... What really happens is you get the new tax, and the old tax never really goes away. So in reality, if we were to get a national sales tax in the U.S., it would just end up being on top of everything we already pay, and then the government would just still spend more than it takes in anyway. That sounds right, <laughs> doesn't it? The ultimate problem with the government is the government spends too much. If the government were in bankruptcy court, they'd always be arguing that their spending isn't the problem. It's just that their credit limits are too low, and the judge would rightly call them an asshole. If the government takes in X amount of dollars, they spend 150% of X and claim they need more the next year. That's next, hilarious. <laughs> next year, they collect 150% of X, and yeah. they spend 200% of X. Yeah, fuck that. Your livelihood is tied to being able to do one algebra problem. <laughs> Fuck that noise. <laughs> wow. And the cycle goes on. This is like if you shot heroin before the episode 
I just want to point out, which is pretty funny. That's why governments love flat money. No, fiat money, not flat. The lighting isn't so good. So much and hate gold standards. On fiat standard, whatever they can't collect in taxes, they simply print and monetize debt, which is just a backdoor tax. It also lets them pose as a source of wealth. Whereas, on the other hand, you can't print gold, and when a gold standard... When on a gold standard, the government's ability to run deficits is severely curtailed, which means every new program they propose has to be paid for quickly and directly out of the public's pocket, which makes it much harder for the government to expand the tax burden beyond what people are truly willing to bear. Also, this means people are well aware of where the money comes from, which is from their own hard work, and this puts the government in the proper perspective not as a source of wealth, but as a burden we bear because in some limited cases we believe it's necessary. I'm sorry to say, but we will never have a balanced budget and we will likely never go back to a commodity standard of any kind. So there is no solution to our current debt problem. Our government will simply keep spending until we go the way of Zimbabwe and the Weimar Republic. We will either have hyperinflation or a suppressed inflationary recession with price and wage controls. Either way, we're fucked. National sales tax or no. Best as always, Rich. I will just move right along. This is from Ryan. Hello, Chris and Frank. I've been a listener for well over 100 shows. Congratulations and sorry. And I am a huge fan. I never write in because the vast majority of the time I agree with you especially when it comes to politics and religion. I will say, though, I will vote for Obama. Sorry, Scott. But I wish he would care more about marijuana legalization. Prior to the 2008 election that Obama said he wouldn't interfere with states' rights when it came to medical marijuana dispensaries. However, I hear stories almost every day about the DEA rating one. I'm sorry, rating one. I emphasize that incorrectly. Why do you think that is? Am I wrong to think that pharmaceutical companies have way too much to say? That's that's what I would say. Uh, in what is legal and what isn't. Either way, I wanted to wish both of you well, and I hope to hear many more episodes in the future. Keep up the great work, and congrats, Ryan in Omaha. I think not only it's that, what you said, uh, pharmaceutical companies, uh, because you could smoke pot and take care of your depression and uh, eating disorders and, and all that stuff that, that it's been proven for. But I think the alcohol companies have something to say, too, because you're self-medicating there as well. And uh, if you can get stoned or drink beer, I think uh, more people might actually choose getting stoned. Um, so, oh, I, Ryan, I printed yours out twice. I thought I had an extra email there, but I don't. But thank you for writing in. I'm going to save Jay's for after the show, and now I'm going to go wake up Frank. It's not even on. So um, I'm the biggest Pixar supporter, but there have been times when I've been like, really? Really? Cooking rat? I watched, it the, I watched it the other day because it's the only one the girls hadn't seen. Yeah. And it was like... It's not a kid's movie. Well, it's not, it's not a good movie. It was too... Okay. I'm all for a message in a movie. Yeah. But put it under a little bit. Give it a little... Make it subtext. Yeah. Not everyone can cook. Don't say your message right out loud like everybody can do what they set their mind to do. You've seen that Topher Grace Funny or Die video, right? I, I, I must have shown it I to you. I don't know. Where he's, uh, 
he's acting in a scene and the director's just like, whoa, 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 cut, cut, cut. Like, you know, Topher Grace runs in and his wife, Kate Bosworth. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. So, you know, it's subtext is, right? Yeah, I, I like to think so. Yeah, yeah. So, so your wife, she's dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and all you're thinking about is giving her some dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's so goddamn funny. Think about that. Think about wearing a cum beard. <laughs> you are a terrible director. <laughs> you the, said it, Santa cum. <laughs> who was the director that they had? Was it just a... a... He's an actor. I've seen him someplace yeah. else. We should try to find it. Because even like the, the audio is great. Just... I think we've used the audio. Have we? Uh, probably. Fuck, I don't remember 200 episodes. Oh, man. So funny. We should go back and listen to like no, we, we did that at 100. Did we? we don't really? need to do that again. Was no, that bad? That was, that was terrible, yeah. Here we are, sitting in Frank's dining room, <laughs> using some Dixie cups and some string. We've to cobbled together an internet connection. I don't know what we're doing. You had that, ep that first episode up before, like, I had even any idea what was going on. <laughs> I'm like, shit, it's live? Oh, fuck. All right. Now what are we going to do? Now we got to keep doing this and Four fucking years later. That's it's just, you know, what you do now. <laughs> pretty much. So what has been the most fun about it, aside from that one argument that I edited out of an episode? Which one? Oh, where I... We, like, really went at each other. And uh, I, was, yeah. I think I was just yelling, shut the fuck up. Because um, <laughs> it got... It, we were both really tired. I know. <laughs> it's, I'm like, that's um, not... You know what it is? It's kind of... It's... It's kind of fun to sort of come in and like get really pissed off at stuff and sort of go off in a way that there's there's no way I would go off like that in any other situation in yeah. in in my life, you know? So I get to kind of wear that that kind of a that fuck you hat. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know, where I can call someone this talentless cunt or this ridiculous right. whore. Yeah. And um yeah. Which is, you know, I would probably never. Probably. Probably. You never know. Never. Yeah. But, um, but it's fun. It's, it's, it's really fun seeing when people, um, you know, people from around, around the world. I mean, yeah. that just blows me away. And yeah. they're they're engaged and they're involved and you know some of them are more involved than like, we are. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, and it's 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 really neat. It's it's interesting to think because like you know there there's a couple of things I listen to. I listen to us every now and again. Um, I, I check audio quality yeah. sporadically, and that's it. So, um, but I'll wait a couple weeks to listen to an episode. And be like, oh yeah, yeah. And then you hear what you're saying, and you're like, oh, oh my god, I'm such an asshole. So, but um, <laughs> but it's it, it's I sort of see it it because there like I said, there's some that I listen to. Yeah, and. It's it's interesting to think that there are, are folks out there who think of us in the same way that I'll like listen to like don't, a John don't say August, Kevin Smith John August podcast or okay. or I never heard of that person um, so okay he wrote a bunch of movies oh. and he does a screenwriting podcast he wrote Big Fish and oh really Go and Frank and Weenie and, I've tried to watch Go wait the new Frank and Weenie yeah speaking of Frank and Weenie yeah totally unrelated. They're remaking the Munsters, yeah. TV show, and yeah. it's now called Mockingbird Lane. Yeah, they changed the name. Did you see who they got for Lily Munster? Um, I saw it. 
I was very surprised. Who'd they get? Portia de Rossi. Yeah, there you go. Like, oh, Eddie is Eddie is going to be Grandpa Jerry O'Connell. That is a fucking mistake. I don't know. Jerry O'Connell is pretty fucking funny in Piranha. And um, what fucking movie was he in? Was he in Old School? As like a bit part. I don't think so. He showed he? up in something. I, I forget. It might have been the new kid. I don't even know what he showed up in, but he's funny. Is he? He's gotten he he's different. He's not the sliders stand by me kid yeah. anymore. He's he's kind of self aware. I mean, he had like a TV police procedural for a little while Did with he? um the chick who was on um <laughs> Law and Order oh. for a bit. She you know played- what? It they 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 it must have been I mean to for the other two, and and they cast somebody as um, who's the who's the normal girl? What's her name? No, I don't know. Helen Sandra. It's a normal yeah. name. Um, they cast her, and I don't I don't I don't remember who she is. She's not a big name like yeah. like the other people. But I'm like Eddie Izzard is grandpa. Okay. Uh, I am yeah, in. I, yeah, I will totally. watch. I will watch yeah. whatever you do now because I'll check it out. Eddie and and Portia together could be really funny. Yeah, these are I because that's him. in the show. I'm sorry, in the show that's her father, right? Yes, because they're both vampire type yeah. characters. Okay, you picture her what? I picture her being very funny. Yeah, she's um, she's got good timing. Yeah, she does. She does. And I've been watching, we were talking about this before, that uh, you've been watching a lot of Arrested Development. Yeah. Yeah. I finished the season. I just started it over again. It's just something to have on. Yeah. Do you have the DVDs? I know I had, I might even have them at my house. I'm looking up at the shelf where, um, well, considering what we've done to our kitchen, where we're uh, clearing out a lot of junk and stuff to put in storage, I'll keep an eye out. Keep an eye out for them. Um. I want to give him, because I was telling uh, Kelsey's boyfriend that he's got to watch this show. Yeah, I don't know if I so, got them from you because they were on, I don't know. They may actually Netflix be in my house, but so I know long. that it was, because Julie was looking for Freaks and Geeks recently, and I was just Did like, I give yeah, that Chris back has to got you? it. No. I'll find it. But that's it. fine. I mean, I think it might no be rush. on a shelf in that closet right there. No like, rush. safely stored away. And I've never watched it, by the way. It's good. It's too much work to put a DVD in now with uh, Netflix. I know, isn't it? It's like fuck that. Isn't that isn't that ridiculous? I'll spend I'll yeah. spend forty minutes and wait for a movie to go through handbrake. <laughs> but I'm too fucking lazy to put in a the DVD. Meantime, you could be halfway through it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'll you know because I'll you know just get something okay handbrake and put yeah. it in iTunes so I can watch it on an Apple TV and yeah. It's like getting pissed that it takes a while for it. Baked potato in the microwave. Yeah, it's a fucking miracle. It is. It's a wave that excites the water molecules and heats it up. But only some of heat. it. <laughs> but yeah. only some yeah. of it. Uh, you could be eating something so fucking hot, and then it's just like, wait a minute. You, you I'm like, a tooth I'm like seven like bites into this thing. Why is this cold now? Uh, pocket. <laughs> Yeah, I got to use that again. Nice. That's pretty wow. good. That's pretty wow. good. When does that happen? Welcome to the Jim Gaffigan Reference Podcast. Hey, we've been the Louis C.K. Reference Podcast. I know, right? It's funny because um, Bree sent me a text the other day asking about my back. She's like, is it going to get better or are you just like that now? <laughs> 
but that's but, re- but you know what though? But was that on purpose? No, it totally was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, but <laughs> sorry, but it's re- no, it's there. but it, it's interesting because that sort of speaks to like the quality of what Louis C.K. does. Yeah. You know, and then like when I was, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I had just, I'd been watching, you know, some arrested development and then I just threw up, I threw up the word, you know, I just threw up the quote her. Yeah. And within an hour, there were like four or five people commenting and, and Peter sent that cool word graphic thing. Yeah. Did the he dialogue from he, he did, did it. Yeah. That? Okay. That was good. Yeah. You know, what surprises me? Um, Surprise! I that that does surprise <laughs> me. I never I never heard anything from anybody online or through email about all the stuff with that guy. What guy? That the guy that we read the conversation with last week. The guy that totally believes in Jesus, like all in, like here's all my chips. Oh, really? Never heard of another thing like from anybody like except uh, that dude's kind of <gasps> crazy. Huh? There's a show you gotta watch. Okay. It's on. Uh, it might just be Hulu Plus. It's uh, called Rev. Okay. Oh, I th- mm. no, it's you about t- this. Tell me about a different show. Never no, heard. it's about this British vicar, okay. and he's just you know, and it's just about him trying to deal with his church, and it's just huh. uh, it's it's really funny because in the second episode, the guy from. The show Spy, the other British thing. Right, that that's watching. the one you told me about. Yeah, he um, he shows up as this other priest, uh, and he's just really like, really, isn't Jesus awesome? And <laughs> it's so funny. It's it's a great show. I don't know what I'm going to watch this summer. No, that that's that's what I hate about all the shows ending. It's like yeah. Ugh. Well, I guess I'll finish up Battlestar. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, um, so while I'm talking with Scott about what's going on with his segment for this week. Yeah. Um, oh, wait. We, we were talking about what we like about doing this show, and I, you didn't really come out and say anything. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know, huh? Okay, so you're not going to. No, no, no. I thought that would be funny if I did that. Um, no, I was responding back. Uh, Zeke had put up a thing um, for a song called Fearless from a band called For Today. And uh, they're they're like a, a metal, like death metal Christian band. And the music's good. I just can't stand the fucking a lyrics. Christian death metal band. <laughs> so they're like all Old Testament stuff. Yeah, well, it's through, you know, we go I old walk school. through the valley of the shadow of death. I'll fear no. It's all about, you know, being fearless because God got your back. Here's the thing. I'm fearless because I'm a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Exactly. All right. <laughs> you know, when I was in high school, there was this uh, kid I hung out with who got all born again and yeah. started listening to like, oh, who's that fucking ruck? Christian rock group Striper. back in the eighties. No, was it, was it Pantera? Was that no, a Christian? No, Striper was the Christian was the, rock. Maybe group. that was Pan, maybe it was them. Definitely I, not Pantera. And I would like you walk, just made a lot of people laugh. I know. I guess I don't know. <laughs> so so I walk in and he was because before that, like that's where I got like my early like probably first four or five early Prince to sets. Okay, and um, he's just like oh, I just can't listen to this anymore. 
And I'm just like, and this was about the time, because like we're in high school, and this was about the time that I was like sort of dusting my hands of the whole God thing. And, uh-huh. you know, because I was supposed to be going to, you know, Catholic, like, um, you know, Sunday school at night or whatever, and going oh, like to, yeah. I was like 15. Yeah. I'm supposed to be going like getting ready for confirmation, confirmation. and all that. Oh, oh. So I found pictures from my confirmation, me in, really? the, in the red robe with the white. I'm totally going to put them up on the page. Like, I have this gigantic, like, fucking almost pompadour hair. Was that one of the shit. pictures that was hanging up in your house for a little while? It Red was robe? one of those. I don't know. No, I don't know about a robe. There was, a, there was one in the tux. Yeah, that was yeah. from uh, Senior Prom, I think. But I just, like, the one time my grandmother asked me, she's like, so are you ever going to get confirmed? I'm like, I'm not a, f- like, an airline flight. I'm here. <laughs> what, more, what more do you want? Yeah. Um. I get, okay, so... Sorry, I'm like talking on like so. But the whole Christian, a, no, the Christian let me, let me, rock. Let thing. me finish. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you so, had more on that. Like I'd right? walk in, I'd walk into his house and be like, you know, I'd be like, yeah, to hell hey, with the devil. And I'd be right. like, hey, what do you listen? Oh, this is shit. What are you yeah. doing? He's like, no, it's great. I'm like, why? It's are they... the only thing he's allowed to listen. Well, that's to. the thing, and I'm just no, because this is his dad was like whatever, and, uh-huh. you know. But his, um, this was all him. And he went to uh, like Jesus camp in the summer and stuff like that. And he went to like golf camp the summer. So well, there's a lot of praying involved in both. Uh, yeah. So he would um, and ball washing. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ooh, even tired. Um, so and personally, um, I would have gone with ball touching, but. Uh, you're tired. We'll get well, it Well, you know, I just kind of reached around the other way for it. Uh, at least you gave that courtesy. <laughs> Wait, you weren't the one going. I had to think of others. So, um, <laughs> Do unto others. But I would, I would say to him, just like, why are you listening to this stuff? It's horrible, horrible music. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 it's really good. You got to listen to the words. I'm like, no, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Striper was always the joke band. It's like, it's like everybody gets into metal. In like 1987, 1988, right? Yeah. And Guns N' Roses comes out in 89 with Appetite for Destruction. And it's like, you you are the one overweight dude with a jean jacket vest with striper on the back. <laughs> no. No, I had, my, I had my jacket with the Dead Milkmen back patch. And let me tell you, I took a lot of shit for that. But you know what? I never took it off. I still have the fucking jacket. I actually, I don't know, maybe about two years ago, came across the denim jacket I had in high school. Oof. Yeah. Had pins, you know, some pins on it. Yeah. And some of the pins you could totally believe I would have. Yeah. One of them was, um, if uh, if I don't find true love, I'll settle for lots of money. Mm-hmm. I was born entitled. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's not whether you win or lose. You were lose. a generation early for that one, too. <laughs> it's not whether you win or lose. It's whether I win or lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if, um, if you can't dazzle them, if you can't dazzle them with brilliance, baffle them with, with bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, I had that one. Um, I had um, never apologize for your art. Yeah. If assholes could fly, this place would be an airport. Um, I liked wearing that one at work. People didn't go over very well. wonder why I got fired so much. It's funny because it it hangs up and um, like I took all the pins off and stuff like that and uh, they're in a little cup somewhere and um, Olivia's got the coat hanging in her closet. Ah, uh, so 
I was thinking, um, I was thinking of, of like actually like taking a couple patches off of it because I got a couple of uh, like stuff that I don't care about that I would take off of the jacket. Yeah. Um, and like fix some of them. I have one that's a Powell Peralta uh, from skateboard, and it's it's a badge. And it's because, you know, skateboarders always had trouble with cops. So it was like a badge. It's like skateboarding is not a crime, that kind of thing. Powell Pearl, the Santa Cruz logos, a big dead milkman backpack, which would be fucking retro and like cool yeah. now. But at the time, I'll tell you, I took more than one beating because of the music I liked. Oh, like I was. Fuck. Guns N' Roses came out and no one liked them for the first like three months in my school, at least, because I went to school with a bunch of dummies. So. You know, when somebody doesn't like something, what's the first thing I do? Love it. I find a reason to like it. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. And um, I, I got, I had the patch went right on the jacket and the T-shirt, and I would listen to it driving to school and everything. And then the video hit because the there was the first video for Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. And then there was Sweet Child of Mine, which is more like power ballady. So that's when everybody else goes into it and everybody can go fuck themselves. So, um. What I get out of the show. I guess yes. we get back to that. Um, I don't go to therapy. <laughs> I'll be totally honest. I, I get to bring up some things that, that bother me. Like we talked about dying and getting old. And, yeah. You know, um, parenting stuff with other people online. There's people I wouldn't have met if it wasn't for shows yeah. like this and outside the cinema. Um, and I get to practice my debating skills online yeah. and I had an argument with, with Ripley tonight. This is how it was. I gave them, I gave them their dinner and I said, what? I'm just All I'm thinking is fig Newtons, but go ahead. Okay. And I said, here's your dinner. I want chocolate milk. You can have chocolate milk. If you eat all of, I, I, there was like one of those, like, one normal human size serving of mac and cheese and yeah. I put hot dogs with it and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, if you eat what's in the bowl, you can have chocolate milk. Here's your regular milk, right? I'd like it while I dine, father. Well, I realized that arguing with my four-year-old about chocolate milk is like arguing with people about religion. <laughs> Ripley, you didn't eat all of your dinner. But I want chocolate milk crying, right? Because, you know, she's four. Yeah. So fair enough. No, that was the deal. If you if you eat all of your breakfast, and it's not like I'm forcing them to eat their food or giving them a complex about right. it or anything, but if they drink too late at night before they go to bed, then we're up changing sheets and stuff. Mm. And that's, that's never fun because you got to wash them off. Oh, yeah. Way. And the kid, too. Um but I realized, as I was saying, Ripley, the deal we had was you do this and I will do this. You didn't do this. But I want chocolate milk. You didn't finish your food. I want chocolate milk. Crying. Yeah. You didn't finish your food. I'm sorry. It reminds me a lot of you're going to go to hell. Fucking prove it. You're going to go to hell. No, I'm not. <laughs> you're going to go to hell. Only you believe that. You're going to go to hell. Fuck you. <laughs> that's that's the same argument it's like there's no you can't reason with a four-year-old yeah when you want to when they want you to you can reason right. with them with fundamentalist people i've found that there are some people that you can talk to 
and there's some that you can't. Well, her 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 chocolate milk love is faith based. <laughs> it is. I believe chocolate milk is delicious. Yes, she's right. Yeah, <laughs> you know how I know. I've tasted it. <laughs> I have empirical evidence that chocolate milk is tasty. Um, so Zeke tagged me in this post for that Fearless song. So I wrote back, uh, like the music, not the lyrics, here's my rebuttal. And um, it'll be the song that people have heard in the break. Okay. Uh, God's Love by Bad Religion. And it's basically all this bad shit happens and they call it God's Love. That's what fucking scares me about you people. <laughs> um, he po- posted another one, War of Ages, Redeemer. Right? I don't I don't care. And he wrote, are you a Ramones fan? I've never heard of Bad Religion. You've you're, never heard of Bad Religion? You're a terrible music fan then. Uh, they remind me of the Ramones. The Ramones were like, like, I remember hearing the Ramones. I was like four years old in the, <laughs> in the way back of the Vega in Philadelphia, you know, and like driving around. And you hear, like, rock and roll radio. Yeah. Like, I remember it was at night, you know, looking out the hatchback up at the, <laughs> at the sky where you can't see the stars or anything. But like, I have very vivid memories of, of music, David Bowie and all that stuff. You know, just growing up with it, it's like, ah. Uh. So, yeah, what I get out of it is um, I have learned, first of all, I'm a much calmer person than I was when the show started. Because, I agree with that. Thank you. I've learned to I've learned what matters and what doesn't. Um and I just let it go. It's it comes in, it goes out. Can't explain that. Yeah. <laughs> but like I used to get really pissed about stuff. Now it's like eh. That's that doesn't that's not gonna affect me. But if I see something that does, or if I get really passionate about something like a certain movie. I love to discuss it. Yeah. And one of my big things is don't you try to tell me that I'm wrong for what I believe. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you that you believe in a fucking fairy tale. I had somebody, we were talking on Outside the Cinema, um, and, and people for the top six list, Bill took Canadian movies for his list. And I took religious so what movies. What did you do, Strange Brew? No, he did a horror movie. So there's a lot of horror movies from Canada. Um <laughs> They all involve Americans coming for health care. <laughs> and flannel. <laughs> lots and lots of flannel and suspenders. But um, <laughs> um, so I took religious movies. And I thought, okay, I'm going to take stuff that um, some of it, like I'm going to do some religious, like allegorical stuff that's yeah. not exactly. And I should have saved my number six for my number one because it's. I thought it was kind of brilliant. I, I described it this way. I said, okay, so you have... A being that shows up out of nowhere, as far as anybody knows. There's no proof, Mm -hmm. really, as to how this person got there. They are kind to everyone. They teach people humility and respect for everyone around them. They can heal the sick, make dead plants grow, um, bring people together. Someone betrays them. They die. Come back to life. Perform a miracle and ascend into the heavens. Sounds like Jesus, right? Matrix? E.T. Ah. E.T.'s Jesus, if you really think about it. Maybe that'll get Lily to watch it. (laughs) Oh, we can't even talk about that movie in our house. She is terrified of that ugly little fuck. Yeah, well, for good reason. It looks like an elephant penis. She's never seen an elephant penis, I don't think. Well, no, I think that's like subliminal, like genetic memory stuff. 
you know, from we're all from Africa, so. Yeah. Um, Still waiting for my luggage. Yeah, so I, I had a bunch of stuff on on the religious list movie, and um, for my number one uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't listened outside the cinema yet, uh, I went with Clash of the Titans. Right? Yeah. Somebody argued that that wasn't a religious movie. It was all about gods and shit. Yeah. People used to believe that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I could have gone with the mummy as well, because that's all about curses from an ancient religion. (sighs) So that's the thing that, that, that I've been finding out. And, and through this one person, it's, it's, it's opened my eyes to, to seeing a little bit better how other people see. Yeah. Like, you to this person the religions are uh jewish muslim and christian maybe hindu mm. shinto probably doesn't even figure into it wiccan uh all of that other stuff none of that none of that really factors into any of it right but it's like like I read negative, I read negative reviews about of movies that I like. Oh yeah, just just to m- maintain a balance in my head and and stay critical and but not dickish critical because I see enough stuff posted on YouTube about people that are like, oh, that four year old played piano, fuck that, I could do that when I was ten. What? Yeah, that makes no sense. No, but you know, there's something out there like that. Yeah, like. People on YouTube are the fucking dregs of humanity as far as commenters go, aren't they? Yeah. Like, I, I was watching, um, what the, f- I, I don't know, even know what I was watching. It was, um, remember the, the thing I put up on YouTube where Kelsey's brother is Darth Maul? Oh, yeah. You know, cute little thing that we did, you yeah. know? He yeah. goes, it would have been even better if there was some Star Wars music in there. Or something about... Um, and then there was somebody else who said something about um, being a little bit more accurate to sort of pay homage to the tattoos on Can I, his yeah. face. He looks a little too much like a like a devil and not so much like a like a Sith. I'm, I'm like, you know dude, what I really? You I know said, what I hate about I said Star you've Wars. already spent more time on this than I have. Yeah, you Just know what? Enjoy it. You know what I hate about Star Wars? The fucking fanboys. Some of them, yeah. I am not a fanboy anymore. I enjoy the fuck out of it. Yeah. I'm not apologetic. You don't like Jar Jar? Fine. Whatever. I don't care. You know what? You don't like Clone Wars? All right. Whatever. That's fine. People are going to... I spent a day not being able to post on YouTube because of some fucking glitch in their system. Yeah. And it, it was only a couple days ago, but this is a good example of how... Every day I stop replying to more and more stuff that doesn't really affect me. Yeah. Unless I know the person and I want to have a genuine conversation. Like, I'll see something and, and, and I'll, I'll have a thought. And I type it. And more often than not, I delete it or refresh the page so it doesn't post or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't need to say that shit anymore. I don't, I don't need to force my opinion on every person out there. I know as I'm talking into a microphone, but this is why... <laughs> I don't have to do right. that because I can do this. So I do two hours or three or whatever, depending on what we're doing. And then that's it. We're done. I I talk about some stuff and that's it. Really, the show is, is an outlet to keep me even. Yeah. I mean, if I got fired and you got fired and we didn't have an outlet for it, it would have been a little more self-destructive, I think. Yeah, we'd have been on the news. Yeah, but you know... Crime of passion is a much lesser sentence, isn't yeah. it? 
So just to just to fill this out a tiny bit more, I want to go back to um, another conversation I had with Zeke. Is that all right with you? Yes, I have to read this email real quick because okay. it's about that shit I'm dealing with. Ah, well, it's going to take me a second to um, to go back and find it here. Because I can't remember. Oh, you know what? It's better if I just go back. I uh, sometimes I post stuff in um, in the uh, Are You Serious Facebook group um, because I know that. Well, what is diff? What's the difference between one and the other? Because there's two things. Oh, the other one. The other one. Um, it has metrics that you can you can track and everything. Um, but I don't really post anything there at all. But a lot of times I'll just post something on my um, my regular wall um, just to initiate discussion because I know the people that are going to answer, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So let me just scroll back up here. I asked a question, and I, I have to fully admit, I saw it somewhere else, and um, I'm... I'm I took it because I wanted to see what people were going to say. So um, I wrote, I would like my religious friends to answer this question. If God told you to, would you kill me? I saw that. It's a good question, isn't it? And it's a loaded question. And granted, nine times out of ten, if I'm going to ask a question about religion, you know that it's going to be It's a loaded question. Yeah. So a bunch of people um, that aren't religious said no i wouldn't um james here said i always thought when i was a kid and believed in god i read the story of the man ordered to kill his son and thought i would say no straight out do what you got to do to me but i'm not doing that for anyone or anything even you and that's the thing though isn't it it's all about obedience god gave you free will yeah, Which is, I think is the biggest bunch of bullshit. But ever. he didn't really, because we're all predestined for whatever. Um, so we go through some conversations and some jokes and, and stuff like that. And then Zeke shows up again. Because you know I was baiting him with that question. Yeah. I, I'll be completely 100% so honest. Zeke kill you? He wrote, what about men like Dietrich Bonhoeffer? Hofer? I don't know how to say his listening. Did he hear from God when he was told to kill Hitler? God is on the throne. What he says, I try to be obedient. So my response back was, so yes? <laughs> Shane answers him. He says, Zeke, if you seriously listen to a voice in your head that said to kill Chris or anyone, then you are insane. I could go on a huge rant about free will, but honestly, it's late and I don't feel like being ministered to. Long story short, you are nuts. <laughs> um, John asks, uh, what God are we talking about here? Crom, Odin, Clapton? <laughs> Let's see. James says, I already met him. Steve Vai, he's referring to. Yeah. He, he wouldn't ask you to do that. Zeke comes back with, you should not confuse the voice in your head with the voice of God. Our actions should line up with the word of God, not the perversions or manipulation of the word of God. God has never told me to kill anyone, nor do I believe he will. That's not the question. Until that one time. That one time. Because you know, he's like a loan shark one day. Yeah. I will come to you for a favor. 
Yep, it's it's like the 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 dude in Fight Club. There, he has his license. Yep, I'm gonna find out if he went back to school. Uh, he might uh, he might tell me to stand up and lay my life down for you, Chris or Shane. The real question should be: If God told me to lay down my life for you, would I do it? You can't redefine the fucking question I'm asking. The answer is yes. How is that for being nuts? Um, James says it's not the word of God. It's the word of some people who think they talk to God and know him on a personal level. Um, I believed in God once. This is James. I didn't hear shit until the day came where I just had a revelation. There's no one there. I do this life on my own. The most liberating feeling ever. But I don't go around beating, raping, and killing amazingly. <laughs> not like the old Bible folk did. Hypocrisy is so rampant, it's almost like a practical joke, not reality. Uh, Zeke says, James, I would die for you if God told me to. Uh, James asks him, but if he commanded you to kill me, then you'd also do it. It's not very comforting. This is this is where it starts to get creepy. Notice I said starts. At what point does Zeke say that he would kill himself if God told him to? We're getting there. Uh, right around here, honestly. I half expect it. Yeah. Uh, Zeke asks, what is more of the character of God, Jesus or religion? Religion brings death. Jesus brings life. Mm. I wage war on this world, but my weapons are not carnal-minded. So what, you're not using a sword then? I don't understand. He's not fucking anybody with a sword? Fucking them to death. Right? That's how you win a carnal war, right? Yeah. I don't fight with guns and knives. I pray and ask God to bring you to an end of yourself. Wow. I don't know what that means, but it's That took a long time to get there. Bad. I pray that God will kill the old man in you and resurrect you to a life of abundance. I still trust God regardless of what he asks me to do. Does it bother you that I would die for you if God asked me to? James says... <laughs> Wouldn't bother me none. No blood on my hands if some crazy wants to kill himself because of me. <laughs> I then came in because I just let that go for a while. I wanted to see what would happen. And I said, it bothers me that you would just as willingly lay down and die as you would kill if you believed God was telling you to. How can you be so absolutely sure that it is God telling you to do something and not your conscience or the devil? James says because they just, quote, feel it. And yes, that's scary as fuck. <sighs> so there's not much left, but I got really like fire and brimstone standing in a pulpit. So Zeke says, and you might want to wake up for this one. I'm awake. <laughs> Bible says to test all things. You have to have a standard to test your feelings against. You would step in front of a bus for your child and no one would call that nuts. Well, not if they weren't in trouble. Yeah. And why would you step? What good would stepping in front of a bus do? I would run in front of the bus and pick them up as I ran past the bus. Right. And then I'd do a super ninja move. Well, yeah. When it comes to your kids, I'd stop the bus with my hand. <laughs> Bang. Um, you did it because you love them. I would do this because God has given me a love for the things he loves. He loves you. This is how he displayed his love for you while you were a sinner. You know what, though? I can't stand the way they always come back with, well, God loves you, blah, blah, blah. It's like an abusive relationship. Yeah, yeah. I've said that on one of them. But he loves me. <laughs> Christ died for you. I don't worship this life or anything in it. 
This is my one. A little sh- depressed. I know. This is my one shot at living in truth. There is nothing about Jesus Christ that brings death, except choosing not to follow Him. That's what kind of vaguely Islamish, yeah, isn't seriously. it? Uh, there. Here is the clincher. I am not the administrator of death because of your actions. God will judge you. All I am is a messenger. I am called to live in love and grace and take on the full character of God. This is the most difficult task that could be asked of us. <laughs> God is looking for people to say yes to giving of their lives for others, not taking the lives of others, but laying ours down. This is the problem you have with Jesus. You are not to the end of yourself. You want to make the rules. Okay, fine. He goes on. I am done with world and what with world and what it has to offer. I am alien in a foreign land. This place is not my home. It is temporary. <laughs> it will not last no matter how much you want it to. None of us get out of here alive. Are we are we quoting song lyrics now? The only way into the kingdom is by death. I killed myself a few years ago. This is the new man. I followed that rant with Sounds like you're justifying reasons to kill. Sounds it. James says, I test all things. I tested the Bible and it fucking failed. So Zeke, got, I can tell he got a little on edge here. He says, <laughs> tell me about the time you tested taking care of a widow or opening your home to orphans and it failed. That has nothing to do with the Bible. Tell me about the time you tested being faithful and it failed. Tell me about giving of your life to make disciples and help others overcome this world and it failed. Tell me about denying yourself and picking up your cross and it failed. Tell me about the times you tested being committed to marriage and it failed. Tell us about how the Bible failed you. So I responded to James, but Zeke had got in there before me and I wrote, Dummy, you can't test the Bible. It's all true, all of it, even the parts that contradict the other parts. Oh, I'd love to hear that fight. Yeah. Um, I'm going to skip over a bunch of silly stuff of people making fun of him. Um so then I said, taking care of people is not the exclusive providence of your God. Tested being faithful, if the leaders of the religion are not punished for being unfaithful, then there is no one to punish them. Being committed to marriage is not exclusive to Christianity. The Bible fails because it is not a good moral compass. If the foundation of your faith is built on unstable doctrine, your house will fall. And if you were to kill or even consider killing, let alone be able to justify killing in the name of God, because you think your God said so, you are a sociopath and or a psychotic. Conversely, if you did not kill because your God told you to, you are at minimum agnostic. You are at minimum someone I don't want to be walking near. Yeah. Okay. I got I got a little bit more. I'm going to end with what I have here. Um. Zeke said, time will answer if what I say to you is true or not. The one thing you will not be able to say when you stand before the Lord is, I did not know better. No. You know what I would say? If, if, if all this Bible yeah. shit was true, what I would say is, hey, you gave me a brain, and going off all the evidence you provided, which was none, Dude, that's had, the conclusion I came like to. 2,000 years to, you know, yeah. throw something together. You know what a photo on Facebook would have done it? Yeah. Anyway, um, let's see. I, I, you have been told the truth, the way, and the life. There's that line again. I will pray and will die because I believe. No, you'll die because your body will stop functioning. I trust Jesus that he is who he says he is. Praise the Lord. Really, you had to throw that in there? 
He has been so good to me. He sustains my life. Live for today. Live for today. Oh my God! Blah, blah, blah. For tomorrow yeah, is Jesus. no guarantee. I hope you choose life. James wrote, "You sustain your life. You just don't know it yet. That feeling like something helped you get through was your own resilience, not some fantasy being. Once you understand that, you can overcome anything without dependence on a fairy tale creature. Believe it." So I'll end with what I have here. Uh, because we go into some other weird discussions because Zeke doesn't pop up again. Uh, I wrote, James is 100% correct. <laughs> I have never had a more eye-opening epiphany than when I fully came to realize that I am the master of my destiny. I am responsible for my actions, and I answer firstly to myself. The master I, of your own fat. Yeah, well, now, yeah, thanks to getting old. Just cosmetically fat. Yeah. I am a good and just person because that is the proper way to conduct myself with other people. I do not steal because it is ethically wrong to take what is not mine. I do not hurt others because of the same ethics. Notice I didn't say morals. I hurt others because they're not mine. Yeah. I realize that I am an atom in comparison to the size of the universe. I am not special. <laughs> I have not been blessed. I am not chosen. I have no higher purpose written in the stars or a book or on my soul. I have never felt less oppressed and guilt-free than the day I realized and stated out loud that God was a sham. I renounced my baptism in the Holy Spirit. I reject the dogma of the Bible and all its twisted machinations. I don't know if I said that right, but I spelled it right. <laughs> I am not ruled by emotion. I am not ruled by fear. Nothing and no one can claim dominion over me. I am who I choose to be, and any and all achievements and failings that I have encountered are solely mine to bear. I will answer to no one when I die except myself. Have I lived a good life? Have people benefited from knowing me? Do those who oppose me have good reason to do so? Am I loved? That is all that matters. I need no false idols to worship to give my life purpose. And then I quoted Invictus at the end. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. That is what I've got out of the show. The ability to articulate that a long road to that point gets me out of the house i know <laughs> i know i don't think zeke responded past that let me just an unfortunate name it real quick you know when you were young i know because we know a really cool zeke in california we do yeah we knew a zeke yeah he listens to the show Oh, that's Zeke. I don't think this Zeke listens to the show. If he did, he probably would have sued us for libel or slander or whatever it is at this point. All I'm doing is I'm not making fun of him. He sounds like if you took away all of the crazy religious talk and the proselytizing that seems to be part of his like just speech yeah. pattern, I'm sure he'd be a really cool guy. I just can't get past that, that facade. Yeah. Because really, it's a fucking facade. Because really, the only person that knows who he really is is himself. Night. In the middle of the night, laying in bed wide awake, trying to figure out, is this shit really worth it? Am I following <laughs> the right path? So many people are telling me that I'm wrong. <laughs> and you know what? I don't I don't actively go after him. I don't tag him in posts or anything. He just pops up. Although he is respectful. When we were talking about Prometheus, he said, I think it's funny that people... I'm using a dumb guy voice for whatever mm. reason to, to make sure you know so it's different than me. I think it's funny that people will um, will will um, 
entertain the idea that life came from outer space and not from God. And I'm like, dude, not here. <laughs> Start a new thread if you want to talk about that, and I will talk about it with you. Not here. It's a fucking science fiction movie. All right, so we're at about two hours here. Yeah. Um. Oh, right. So Scott's working on something special, but All since right. we're recording so early... And the last show was so soon. Yeah. Time isn't right. So we'll. Um, I, I'm going to try and we'll see maybe if we can get you here to hear it and record with it. Try our best. Okay. Um, if not, then I will just laugh along with it myself, right. I guess. Uh, but I'll forward it over to you definitely so you can hear cool. it. Right. Um, but he needs a little more time because he wants to do something special. Yeah, no, that's cool. I appreciate that. Probably appreciate make us the, sound like, you know, fucking pedophiles or something. The amount of time he puts into making me look like a pedophile is... Sometimes I like to play a song for my intro, then sneak something in at the end. Today, however, is no different. Yes, I'm going to die. Hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott, and this is episode 200. I just wanted to tell you guys that I'm ecstatic, excited, and full of cum. No, I'm, I'm also proud of you. It takes a lot of time and effort to put together and maintain a podcast for as long as you guys have. I think what blows my mind even more so is that you guys not only let me send in segments that degrade you and belittle you, but you let me do it on a weekly basis. You're welcome, Scott. <laughs> yeah. Without fail, every week you guys get all up inside everyone's ears. That makes it sound really fucking, like, creepy, doesn't it? Considering what you guys talk about weekly, it is really pretty creepy. Hell, Frank wouldn't even meet me in person when I came to Boston. But that might not be as much creepy as it is the fact that Rock and Shock was concerned about the cleanup after Frank had been there on the table. Uh, you're you may poop on the table. Don't don't worry about that. I um, did. <laughs> well, yeah. I know you guys talked a bit last week about when I started doing this. Well, my first official segment I sent in with my Ten Commandments was episode 113. 
Yes, that was 87 episodes ago, guys. You have been dealing with my bullshit for 87 weeks straight now. Fuck, really? (laughs) You know what, though? Despite what I say about you guys, I really do adore you both and the show. I enjoy it. I enjoy the fuck out of everything I still enjoy. Right. Huh? Anyways, deep down, I think you guys love me, too. At least that's my belief. Homosexuality is a belief. Um, yeah, Chris, sure. But not only do I love you guys and the show, but I also love the listeners, too. They contribute great bits of news to the show every week and have often complimented me and even helped me name my segment. I think, in a way, the listeners have encouraged me to keep coming back week after week. Where the fuck did I tell you guys to do that shit? Idiots, get the fuck out. On that note... I think I'll wrap this up for this grand episode 200. I just wanted to make sure that I told you both thank you for letting me always be on the show and for never getting too mad when I use clips of you guys saying things like penis, 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 cock, cock, penis, cock, fuck balls. If you're putting your balls over somebody's face, <laughs> it might be a teabagger. So much cock. <laughs> I kick him in the cock. I need to keep my fucking mouth shut because I am a huge cock. He wants a cock. You woke up with a cock in your mouth. Would you take it or leave it? Yeah, exactly. How big is the cock? And somebody gag McCain while we're at it. With a cock. (laughs) You want to lick my sweaty balls. That's fucking awesome. Peace and love, guys. Are you serious? (laughs) It's so fucking stupid. Stupid, isn't it? Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> Listen to this. Yeah, if you're a fucking loser. Are you serious? <laughs> Every single person that opposes this from a religious standpoint needs to be shivved in the fucking I'm, nuts. I'm... Are you serious? <laughs> Classified as a hate group by the yes. Southern Poverty Law Center. I love reading those words out loud. Are you serious? <laughs> Fuck you. you. Yeah, way more time than we put yeah, into the show. No, I haven't. I haven't put any like ads for any other podcasts in there because I've been so uh, busy. It's like here's a song, bang, there you go, fuck it, it's done. What's going on over at Palaver? Oh, it's done. It's all done. It yeah, yeah. The, the the it wasn't sustainable. People weren't using it as much. Facebook killed it. You know what it is? It's also yeah that there's, that's there's that, and it's tough to have a like a network like that. Yeah. Three, four years ago, it was totally possible, and it worked. Yeah, totally. But all of the shows have kind of all gone their separate ways. Um, If anybody is listening and they have a show, um, I'd be more than happy to to promote it if uh, you want to do the same. I just kind of stopped because, like, I talk enough about Outside the Cinema. People already know about that. They get way (laughs) more people listening to it than this show. So, But... um, I gotta, I gotta start throwing in the mail order zombie one and the Glee cast uh, promos again. I just need time. Tomorrow I might have time to actually make up some decent breaks. Things have been way too fucking busy lately. I, um, I noticed in my Facebook somewhere in there that I liked a Glee page at one point. I was just like, I need to change that. <laughs> I haven't. I, I didn't Make watch it official. the last season. Me neither. Falling Skies is starting back up. I, I, I watched the good. first season. It's not good. It's okay. Yeah. It's watchable. Very, very um, standard characters. Yeah. But I like the actors, and the aliens are kind of creepy looking. And there's different different types of aliens, yeah. which kind of... And it all takes place around Boston. Okay. So that I'm okay with that. And uh, new Futuramas are starting up, so I'll talk about that. And you can say, well, that sounds good. Then I'll say, weeds! And, and I'll say, it's exactly like Mad Men. So. Um, it's not good. 
Huh? No, I mean like my talking oh, about okay. Futurama. You're talking about Mad Men. Same thing. That's <laughs> that's what I mean. So, um, oh, we got to do this. We got to. We... Are you serious? Podcast yeah. at gmail dot com. This is uh, episode two hundred, bitches. Yeah. So we're gonna go and talk about whether we're gonna keep doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> we got to at least make it to the what is it four year anniversary in September? Yeah, September three year four. Wow, four. It was the Obama. I think, I think, oh, yeah, that's right. I think maybe we should hit five years and then we'll seriously discuss whether we should. Yeah, then we'll discuss where the characters are going and the continuity. We'll call Lindelof and see what what goes on because we've kind of lost focus in the fourth season. (laughs) I've got this great, uh, this is a great YouTube episode. Not, it's not an episode, it's a video. Yeah. That has um, this guy doing this animated thing with the smoke monster. Oh yeah, so funny, so funny. Oh, just like, and then Sawyer, fuck that guy. <laughs> but Saeed, no, nah, I ain't fucking with Saeed. <laughs> I watch, um, I watch this show called Hollywood Treasures, and it's about this uh, company that um, basically takes stuff to auction for people, yeah. movie memorabilia and stuff. And one of the guys on the show was one of the main others on uh, on Lost. And his friend was, and I, I don't, I don't know honestly. He had long hair. He carried a guitar case with a giant onk in it. They were on okay. the show because um, they wanted to get their their costumes that a guy was selling at a convention. And here's the thing: in this episode, they sold at auction for a guy, so like consignment, so they get a percentage. I would imagine ten percent. Yeah, they sold the twenty-one foot. Red October submarine miniature quote unquote model for ninety five thousand dollars. Wow! And this guy can't afford five thousand dollars between him and his friend to buy their costumes back from the show because everything with Lost was auctioned off right. at the end of the uh, of the show. So they bought a bunch of stuff like he had the knife that they used to kill Locke. Uh, spoiler alert, I yeah. guess. Um, so they auctioned that off and they got like three thousand dollars for it and stuff. So. That's cool. But it's like, your job is to buy and sell this. You, you, you There's got to be, like, massive finder fees and yeah. like fantastic amounts of money that pass around. But the thing I don't like about the show is the bullshit banter. Like, he could have gone to the convention and just bought it outright. Yeah. I guarantee you he makes enough money that he could have done that. If it means that much to him. Right. But it's like. They 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 have the bench from Forrest Gump. Some old record producer dude has it, and he has it in front of his lake in California. That's and cool. It's got a plaque, Paramount. It's like official and everything. And um, what I don't like about the show are two separate things. When the guy will be sitting down and do like the confession camera, and he'll look right at the camera and he'll say, "Forrest Gump was a huge movie. And that memorabilia means a lot." Yeah, no shit. And the other thing is when they're driving to where they're going. Now, we all know how things work at a job, right? You don't get in the car and start driving, and then you get the exposition of, oh, well, somebody in Pasadena called me, (laughs) and they want us to go check out their... It's like that shit is planned out. It's a job. It's the bullshit banter that kills the show for me. Fucked up. It's like, oh, you have a mask from... From 300, one of the Immortals masks. That's great. Yes, I do. It is a very good mask. It is very solid, and it feels very turn page. There was real. The, yeah, there was a there was a woman that brought in 
um, what she claimed. She had a signed, like, typed but autographed Marilyn Monroe thing. She claimed it was Marilyn Monroe's hair. No DNA test. Long story short. But you could tell that she was reading off of a computer screen. Yeah. Because, like, when I read the emails that you uh, slipped through. Um, oh, God, I'm so tired. <laughs> you know, I've learned through reading to the girls every night. I read for like a half hour, 45 yeah. minutes to them every night. And um, reading stuff on the show and, and all that. Just doing a lot of reading out loud, which I used to suck at. You learn to speak as you read ahead. Yeah. And if you don't do that on a regular basis, you yeah, kind of suck at it. And yeah. you pause in weird spots. It's like reading Shakespeare. Yeah, You don't pause at the end of every line. You wait for you find, the the punctuation, yeah. But that's the stuff that it's like, oh, fuck! Like, there's Bumblebee, the actual car, and oh, this killed me. It's like they showed that the car can drive itself. They did this whole big bullshit yeah. thing, like Bumblebee go, and the car drove, and it's like, oh, it's movie magic. It's like there's a fucking midget in the trunk with a computer <laughs> screen. I understand it, or it's a remote control guy on yeah. the side. It's like. It's not movie magic. It's fucking mechanics. It's That's... science, motherfucker. <sighs> oh, remember that movie? I don't even remember the name of it. I don't know what, you're what that about. line is. You know, you're going to steal my princess. How are you going to do that? Magic, magic motherfucker. motherfucker. It's um, Her Majesty. Your yeah, Majesty. That's what it is. Her Your majesty. majesty. Yeah, I saw that. It was, it was okay. It was all right. Yeah. It's exactly what you think it would be. Yeah. The next big comedy, really, I think, is going to be Ted. Yeah. It's going to be huge. I hope. But like we were talking with Teresa, uh, Therese, sorry. Uh, hopefully all the good lines aren't in the trailer. Yeah. Thunder Buddies for life, Johnny. All right, I think are we done? Oh, God, yes. We should finish. George uh, sent me a text that he was going to be late. So. All right. All right. Um, that's it. So there you got all your information and stuff. So uh, let us know what you think. Um, did I do the phone number? We did. I think you did. I didn't. Did I? 206-339-5808. Are you serious? Podcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook. Someone's got a Twitter feed. We don't really use it. Uh, I'm on Twitter. And And I'm doing my every now and again, like, ditch Facebook, ditch Twitter. I think if you ditch anything, it should be Twitter. Well, the thing is, though, it's like, if I don't have Twitter, then I'm not constantly challenged to come up with, you know, short, funny ways of saying things. Yeah. And then if I get rid of Facebook, I have no idea when people have gone to the gym. So, I mean, or when their birthday shit. is, yeah. yeah, or what they. You know doing. what it is? That birthday thing. Yeah. I use that so often. It is helpful. Happy birthday to Jason! Yes, Jason. Happy yes, birthday! I'm looking right at it. It's Jason's birthday today. Good boy. And Mike, and Mike, it's Mike's birthday. Happy birthday! All right. Have a good week, kids. Yep. Bye bye. Bye.
Are you still there? Good morning, Vietnam! You can do it! He slimed me. Tonga! It's in the hole! What'd you do? <sighs> You'll shoot your eye out, kid. I am serious. And don't call me sure. There's no crying in baseball! God! Forever. Mara, the meatloaf! It's not a tumor. Price is wrong, bitch. Hey, the Schwartz be with you. The him. They hurt. Spew into this. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I'm the dude. What are you looking at, butthead? It boy talking on the channel phone. God, knockers. I get older, they stay the same age. Welcome to Jurassic Park. I am your father. Groovy. Give this people air. I'm sorry, Dave. I'll get you, my pretty. Take your sticking paws off me. May the force be with you. Get away from her, you bitch. Phone home. I'm so scared. Here, here. Here's Johnny. No wire hanger. A boy's best friend is his mother. He's alive. I see dead. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Red rum. What's in the box? Hello. What's the most you ever lost in a crime toss? He's looking at you, kid. This is Robinson. You're trying to seduce me. Nobody puts baby in a corner. I'm the king of the world! You had me at hello. I'll have what she's had. Love means never having to say you're sorry. Frankly, right here, I don't give a damn. I wish I knew how to quit you. You know how to whistle, don't you, Steve? Snap out of it! You make me want to be a better man. Stella! Re, for lack of a better word, is good. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. Houston, we have a problem. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I drink your milkshake! You can't handle the truth! Are you gonna bark all day, little doggy? Yeah, Smell of napalm in the morning. Life was like a box of chocolates. What we've got here is failure to communicate. I could have been a contender. I'm gonna make him an offer again. You talking to me? You wanna see the most beautiful thing I've ever filmed? The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. The first rule of Fight Club is we do not talk about Fight Club. About to Shaking on stuff. Warriors! This is Sparta! Say hello to my little friend! Hasta la vista, baby. The need for Steve. Royal with you. I'll be back. Now I break you. Like I break your friend. Go ahead. Make my day. I know Kung Fu. Welcome to the party, pal! Are you not entertained? I hate snake shot! Sweep the leg, Bond. James Bond. Wait till you get a load of me. Yo, wait That's all you get, jerks!